You're entering a safe space for freedom of thought and opinion. This is Voice of the People USA Radio, where free speech thrives and political correctness dies. Engage your mind. Obliterate the status quo. Only free thinkers allow. Your voice is your first line of defense against tyranny. Do not be silent. Stand by for some politicians. And now, Voice of the People, USA Radio. from the east coast this is voice of the people usa radio and yes herbie i seen you call it in buddy your link doesn't work for some reason because it hates you apparently so welcome apparently welcome to voice of people usa radio coming to you live every thursday 6 p.m eastern 3 p.m pacific and this is episode number four of lockdown slash house arrest radio And tonight, I am very happy to announce that we are starting off with over 13,000 live listeners. That's good. Something broke in our favor. And I want to just say, of course, that we can be found on Fascist Book at Voice of the People USA Radio fan page. Give us a like, give us a follow, share it, whatever makes you happy. We can be found on, here we go, I got to go through the the whole list of them. We can be found on Spotify at Voice of the People USA Radio. We can be found on iTunes, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher, um, Podcast One, Google Podcast, and a whole bunch of other platforms that I can't remember at the moment. Website, VOPUSARadio.com. No, it is not active yet, but I have the domain. And of course, this show, as we do with all shows, is geared towards and directed towards you. We want to hear from all of you. So please, 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 please give us a call and the number to call in because Block Talk doesn't do toll-free numbers because, you know, 11 years in, they don't want to hook you up. 515-605-9832. Again, that's 515-605-9832. A disclaimer to everybody, if you're calling in and you hear the music, that means you're in my queue. Um, We're not very professional, and I can't screen you because Block Talk sucks. So therefore, once I... Enter you into the show. I will say area code, give your name, give your location, and you will be live and talking to all of us. So it may take a little bit. We might have a lot of callers. We might have a few. We have two on hold already. So bear with us. With that, remember, blogtalkradio.com slash VOPUSA, spreaker.com slash VOPUSA radio, and on Twitter at VOPUSA radio. With all of that being said, a special shout out to our friends in Europe on radio.co.uk. There, I got it right. I got it right. Radio.co, whatever. Yeah. You guys, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and to, 
to everybody listening in Japan, in the Philippines, in Taiwan, in China, hopefully Hong Kong, in Australia, in Italy, and all the other countries that are on this map here, all highlighted right now. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Shout out to Carrie, who we had a great podcast last night on the new weekly show, two hours, actually an hour and a half of me, which is probably a blessing because of technical difficulties. But shout out to her. And everybody else listening all across the world, thank you to our new friends. I really got to get this in a recording, everybody. I don't know about you. I'm paying money to get these damn things recorded professionally. We really got to make this easier because there's way too many things to remember. Or I need a producer. So to everybody that's listening to us on the Age of Radio Network and through Podbean Livestream. Thank you all for tuning in. With that, I am going to introduce the co-host. And we have a hell of a lot of them today. So it's nice to see. Are the links working? Probably not. Is Dave Wazalewski here? No, but that's okay. I expect nothing less than for Dave to be late. But who we do have, we have the VOP OG, the one and the only, my favorite, not so much a commie anymore, Michael Jacobson. Hello, everyone. We have old, old school friend, old, even though I'm older than you, whatever, Herb. I'm going to, you know, just put you, throw you under the bus anyway. Herbie Clark, he is on. Is he there? I'm here. I hear you. There you go. We will have Dave Wazowski calling in. Very happy to have Elisa Diaz joining us again. Elisa, you there? I feel like she was having technical issues beforehand. <laughs> Elisa, if you're if you're having technical issues, put it in the group thing and tell me what it's number you're going to call. Blog talk, blog talk helping us out again. Uh, you know, I can't win. Something's <laughs> always got to go wrong somewhere, right? Jesus Christ. I mean, I know you don't like us blog talk, and believe me, the feeling is mutual, except I pay for the abuse. So, while we're waiting for Elisa, who was here before, but is not here now, and I don't know if that any numbers are her, I don't know. I would like to say, oh, wait, wait, I know where Elisa is. Hang on. Wait, where, where was that? that? Oh, oh, no, I lost her. Elisa? If you could hear this, call back in on that number. Now I know. I put two and two together. My apologies. Man, talk about professional, huh? We're going to sound horrible going into a studio and doing this crap. I mean, my God, because we have gotten absolutely no professionalism going for us. Somebody in the Facebook group there, the group chat, please give Dave the call-in number again. I guess his link isn't working. (laughs) I got it. Very, very, very happy to be joined by an old friend, an old friend. And I don't know when the hell it was. It was like 2011 or 2012, I think. I'm not 100% sure. You know, I got to look through all these archived episodes, and God, there's a lot of them now. But Melody Ober, can you hear me? Hi, Dan. Thanks there? for having me on. Yes. Thank you for joining I'm us. Here. Old, can you not old, hear me? Old, old. I got you. Okay. I got you. You're good. Okay. Old school co-host from back when we were still unprofessional and sounded like crap. There you go. 
So thank you. <laughs> Some things never <laughs> change. Shut up. Thank you so much for uh, joining us here. Elisa, are you on? I am. I'm here. <laughs> I, I figure I put two and two together and figured out that number was you. So Elisa, yeah. <laughs> say hi. Hi. I'm on. It wouldn't be a night if I had a smooth entrance. Yeah. Well, you know, that's okay. Uh, and and last but not least, is this Mr. Dave Wazalewski? <laughs> yep. There we go. I am so happy the co-host links got sent to everybody, and we are totally rocking them across the board. Kudos to all of you. <laughs> and it did not. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. So before I go to the opens with all of you wonderful, wonderful, wonderful people, I just want to make a little uh, PSA here, okay, because I feel it's important, and I'm going to repeat myself because you know I love to do that because I love hearing myself talk. Literally, it's very annoying. And I oh, – we have people calling in all over the place. I want to say to all of you calling in – Sorry for the dead air. And I want to let it be known once again that what we do over 14,000 live listeners right now, very, very cool. Thank you all for joining from all across the world. I appreciate it. You are the most unprofessional sounding podcast in the world right now. But what we do here, just here's a little bit of the, you know, the, the rules of the game, so to speak. But for those who don't know, for our new listeners, and I'm going to repeat myself here. We are an open forum for all of you to take part in a conversation that is kind of, uh, it'll be blunt, it'll be explicit, it'll be hard-hitting, it'll be different. We talk about anything and everything we damn well feel like. I put out an agenda. Do we really follow it? No. It is where free thought and free speech completely thrives here. So we talk about the things that most are afraid to talk about, and we talk about the basic crap that everybody is talking about, just with a different perspective. All co-hosts all have different beliefs, different, different levels of support for different things, whatever it may be. That's who we are. That's what we do. And we're building a network after all these years to give other people their chance to have their own podcast, to also be heard, have their own shows, and open it up to all of you out there. With that, again, if you are calling into this show, bear with us, listen to the music, and when the time comes, I will put you into the show, just state your name, where you're from, and we'll go. And we'll get to the calls within the next few minutes. With that, I always believe in ladies first, and I'm going to let Elisa and Melanie fight for it, whoever wants to go first. Go ahead, Elisa. Oh, okay. Go ahead. (laughs) Give us your opening Opening comments, opening thoughts, whatever you'd like. Um, uh, well, a couple things came out recently, I think, that stuck with me and, and kind of irked me a little more than, than, you know, the typical nonsense, you know, we see every day on the news. But uh, the stuff that's going on with the FBI and what recently came out um, with them pretty much trying to entrap one of their own agents and then convicting him off of that, you know, and, and to see what was happening, it raises a level of concern to me with an already very broken criminal justice system. So that, that pretty much is something that, uh, that stuck with me and all this chaos going on right now. And other than that, just hope we get through this virus. Uh, uh, the virus. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. virus. Yeah. The end of the world. Sure. We're all dying. We're all dead. 
<laughs> I, I don't know about you, but I've already booked my funeral and I reported myself to my governor that I died at least 20 to. So, uh, you know, I'm You'll good. Voting I, I booked my death in advance. I'm already voting Democrat. They already canceled the, the uh, in-person voting, so it's all good. But we're all dying from the COVID-19. The COVID-19 is taking everybody. It's taking them out. We're going to lose millions. We're going to lose hundreds of thousands. We're going to lose tens of thousands. We're going to lose. We don't know who the hell we're going to lose because we're too damn stupid. We don't know how to actually calculate numbers. We know it's bullshit. We're trying to scare you into submission. But, hey, it's all good. Hi, everybody. Melanie, you want to go? <laughs> and, and Elisa, Elisa, we are going to go back to that, just so you know. Yeah, I know. I know we're going to hit that on a little bit later, but yeah, that's kind of what's on my mind. (laughs) Awesome. Melody, Melody. All right. (laughs) Well, what's on my mind is the uh, COVID crackdown in California. Um, (laughs) We are locked out of absolutely everything here. And with almost no hopes of anything coming back uh, fully or even close to fully for months, even into years. So California, uh, Californians have started getting uh, a little more aware of the bigger picture of what's going on here. And we're starting to get loud. So we've um, got some scheduled protests. We had one, I live in a very small town in Southern California uh, in uh, Victorville area. And uh, we had a a protest a couple weeks ago. We had a great turnout. Tomorrow, um, there are protests going on uh, all throughout the state, uh, simultaneous protests. So I will be down in Huntington Beach tomorrow. And uh, we're just really trying to send a message. I mean, our governor is a tyrant. He's saying he absolutely does not care what the people want, what the people think. He's going to do it his way. And what he's rolled out for his four-step plan is absolutely insane. There's no way that California can survive this. So uh, that's pretty much on my mind uh, constantly right now is, is what are we going to do about this? It's time for everybody to uh, speak up, rise up and show up. Um, it's important just to get out and do different things like, you know, here on this show, getting out, um, showing our faces. We can't just sit on Facebook and, and uh, speak up there. So it's, it's, it's time to get out in front. Totally agree. Now, do you want to push any uh, website or anything that you could okay. direct people to? What, I can do that. So um, a few weeks back, I started uh, a little uh, business called Reopen America Design Studio. And the purpose of that is to have a visual campaign. So we're providing T-shirts. Uh, we have uh, Reopen California bumper stickers. Can design any T-shirt. So I have uh, several designs right now. We are just up on Facebook. Um, I don't have a uh, an actual website up just as of yet because we've actually been pretty busy. We've been getting a lot of orders in. They're great for you know lots of different things, wearing to protest. But my favorite thing to do is to wear a T-shirt. Uh, when I'm out doing my essential shopping, which is basically all you're about allowed to do in California right now. Um, it's saying, you know, reopen America, reopen California. So I do want to put out, um, um, maybe we can share a link from your page. Dan, yep. if that would be okay later on, Definitely. but I want to offer uh, 10% off um, all orders through Saturday. If you just, when you put your order through message with the code freedom 
And I want to do that for all the Voice of the People uh, listeners. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you. that. And we will talk about that again as well later because that's important. Okay. Moving right along because we have callers lined up. This is very cool. Sorry, everybody on hold. That's what happens when we have 75 co-hosts, but that's what I like to do. So who wants next? Herbie, Dave, Mike, go ahead. I'll go. I'll keep mine short and sweet, sir, for the callers who are very patiently waiting to speak their minds. I appreciate you guys calling in. Um, two things I want to touch on real quick is, one, I've been tracking um, – some of the longer-term effects of our response to the COVID virus, and things really in the long term do not look good. We're all going to be hit very hard probably within a year or so, and uh, people need to start paying attention to exactly what's going on and what we're going to have to pay for. The other thing I'd like to do is give a shout-out to the Michigan protesters who helped uh, the Michigan House realize that extending the stay-at-home order was a very stupid idea. Thank you very much to the Michigan House for standing up against your tyrannical governor. And uh, hopefully we'll cover that a little bit later on. But uh, the protests are working, folks. They're starting to pay attention and uh, keep up our work. Awesome. I totally agree. We'll be right along. Herbie or Dave, who wants to go? I'll, I'll go. How you, how you guys doing? This is Herbie. My power just went out due to COVID-19. It had nothing to do with the wind. Um, <laughs> That's a test. <laughs> at least 10. They, yeah, my power literally just went out. I looked down and saw the power lines. They were corroded with COVID. Um what I would honestly like to touch on is I've been watching about the whole stimulus package. Um, I follow a couple of people on YouTube that are talking about it, some uh, finance gentlemen. And that's actually quite concerning to me with some of the plans they want to roll out, uh, especially $2,000 a month, because they, the way they planned on doing it, or at least what the proposal was, was they were going to print, print I'm sorry, <clears throat> two $1 trillion, I think it was platinum coins, and then have the uh, men just make $2 trillion, which I'm sure all of you know when you make money, you contribute to inflation. Yeah, that, that, that'll work out really well for, for all of us, I think. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm quite concerned, honestly. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yes, we all need money and, you know, we, we need to stay afloat, but we also don't need, you know, we don't need to be, you know, 500% ahead of where we were before the, the virus. <laughs> and, Amen. You know, at that point, we'll actually, we'll actually be further behind than we, than we were before it even started. You know, the the dollar is going to be worth absolutely nothing. Totally agree. Very cool. And we will touch on that. Please believe. And last but not least, before we start taking calls, Dave, go ahead. I just want to touch on the, uh, the Flynn situation. I think uh, everybody's seeing that and it's definitely uh, a bad look at people's civil liberties. I think Mr. Flynn is innocent. Amen. Um, I think it definitely needs to be exposed about the press and everything else that went out there. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it's just ridiculous. And I think that Mr. Biden needs to go go out and just answer some questions. Yeah, address that. <laughs> hey, hey, Biden's going to come down on China harder than anybody. Don't you worry. Hunter's going to be yeah, making well, bank again. Well, I'm he worried about Biden. Biden's trying Mr. to come down hard on someone. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> Mr. Biden needs to go out and 
kind of explain himself. I think the <laughs> media from this whole conversation, you know, as you compare it to the Kavanaugh case and the what Kavanaugh did and the media exposure is absolutely fucking ridiculous. And people really need to open up their eyes and see what's going on. Amen. And that's something that I'm going to say, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry for interjecting a little bit here, Elisa. But when we do talk about that, especially with, whoa, that's loud. Um, Especially when we get to, to the Biden situation and the sexual assault allegation. That's something that I'm very interested to hear your take on that later on. So we are going to touch on that. Me too only applies to certain women. So obviously others get political expediency and protection from the press. With that, I am going to go to our first caller, Lupe. I'm putting you on because you've been on hold for 27 minutes. I'm sorry. All the other callers, bear with me. I promise you, I promise you, we will get to you. Lupe, are you on? Yes, I am here. I'm calling Hello. from California. How are you doing out there? <laughs> now, um, I want to talk about almost everything you, you guys are talking about. We are on lockdown. I'm in my house with uh, like five adults and four babies under um, three years old. Oh my and God. so the house is very noisy at times. Uh, I've only been out of my house probably two times. In the last six weeks, it's frustrating. Uh, it's weird when you do go out. I put on the mask. I can't do that. The masks are very, very sick. And I was hearing that a man actually got into an accident because he passed yeah. out because he couldn't breathe. I was going to say, the, wearing a mask, I have a hard time breathing through them. I don't know about anybody else because I, I yeah. have to do it as a matter of my work. But uh I'm very uncomfortable with it, and there's a lot of times where I have to actually pull it up so I can get more air in. I don't know if yeah, anyone else is running into this problem. It's just, it's absolutely crazy. I have one daughter that literally is locked in her house. Um, she's actually a very, very high person in welfare, and uh, basically she locked herself and her children in her house, uh, bought all kinds of stuff right after they started hoarding stuff. And she's not coming out until they give her the okay, she says. The other one I can't seem to keep at her house. She needs to be, but you know what? She's the angel because she's the one that has actually been going out into that madness of trying to buy food. And uh, one of the ways they're controlling us is by not letting us buy different things that we want or need. So you have people searching all over the place for things to buy, and everybody's telling everybody else. There's websites you go to, and the neighbors will tell you where to go or where to buy food. Now, one I'm thing sorry to keep interjecting, but I just want to ask you a quick question. I mean, are food shortages a very real thing over in California right now? Or because I've been reading about it, and I haven't experienced it yet, but I hear that there's been a lot of people say they can't find meat, uh, vegetables, no, getting any short supply. Is that something that you that's happened to you so far? Or? Well, in, in the first weeks, yes. Everybody was in a panic, and everybody was just ripping everything off the shelves. But now it, it's calmed down that you have to – they will not let you into stores anymore unless you have one of these masks. 
even if they're homemade masks, and I think that's how a lot of people are going. Either you you could wear a bandana or you could, even now they're saying T-shirts, put rubber bands around them and use them as masks. They'll accept that. But you cannot walk into a store without having masks. And uh, my daughter sometimes has to go to two or three different stores to be able to buy things. Now, one of the things that's really scaring me and worrying me is um, the poor people, the people, I guess, that live from paycheck to paycheck. I was fortunate that I actually, thank God, God was watching over me. Um, I retired. I retired in March of last year. So uh, my pension set in, and thank goodness I was worried the first two months. I I didn't think they were going to send it to me, but they send it to me. So I'm actually able to pay my bills, but they have lines. Lines and lines of cars, you people with people in them, and that's how they're getting their groceries. I I keep hearing in the news that there two two thousand people showed up here, two thousand people showed up there, but you know that makes them dependent on the government. It makes them very dependent. So I don't know. I I worry. I've never thought about owning again, but. Uh, I have told my children that I am really thinking of buying again because once they start running out of supplies, what are they going to do? And that's another Mm -hmm. thing that scares me. Um, They found that 25% of the people that pick our vegetables and they're illegal aliens uh, have this virus, uh, and um, they're kind of cutting down back on those people. And then I hear that all the... The meat companies, 100% of their workers had the coronavirus. So they were closing the factories until President Trump stepped in and said, you cannot close those factories. So I'm I'm wondering if they're kind of trying to starve us or get us to do what Uh, they want by having no food. Something that I, I discussed last night with Carrie on our show was the supply chain. When all else fails and they're losing the narrative and the fear of porn isn't working as well anymore, they have to go after the next thing and the last thing that they have, and that's the supply chain. And a lot of places, yeah. like a Smith, a Smithfield, for instance, is 90, 90% owned by China, so done deliberately. And it scares no me now to, to find out. It's You know what? God, God does use evil for good because... I think we've all been able to find out, including our president, how much control China had over us with everything supposedly they provide. How how could they have put them to provide uh, our medicines, our very very important medicines? Not only the medicines, but all these all these uh, generators that they needed and these uh, breathing machines. Everything was made in China. It's it's that's scary. Didn't they tell us for years that we we were above being a, a country that actually makes things? We don't need to make anything. They told us it, it's going to be done somewhere else. You could spend your your time doing something else. Well, no, it's it's very scary because now it's come and bitten everybody in the butt. But this is perfect for people that want to take over us. And I just I was texting uh, a friend of mine that used to be a my supervisor. Most people, nobody knows this except my family. I used to work for um, the health department, 
and uh, I worked for a program called Immunizations Assistance Project, and one of the things we did and took care of was the flu vaccines. And one thing the supervisor always told me, Lupe, what we're always worried about is that, or at least the federal government was worried, is that none of the states were ready if a pandemic hit. They had been waiting for another pandemic since the Spanish flu. And he would tell me, the further away we are from the Spanish flu, the closer we are to a pandemic. So I I just finally asked him again. I said, how are we doing with this virus? How are we doing with this pandemic? And (laughs) one of the things he said is um, he's worried. Um, It's the the, uh, federal government's nightmare, and we will never, ever get back to what we considered normal. Which, in a way... In a way, I'm not sure because I said I worked for the health department. We went through AIDS, and they told us that we were in serious trouble because AIDS had to do with blood. So they found something. We were also, most people don't know this, but when Chernobyl blew up, it blew up all that stuff into the air, and it went around the world. So they're still monitoring what conditions of that blowing up of Chernobyl. If we could survive that, I definitely think we're going to survive this. I agree. I agree. All right. With that, with that, Lupe, hang on. I'm going to go to one of our next callers because I don't want to keep people waiting as long as I made you wait, unfortunately. So you can stay on the line, Lupe, and we're going to go to who is up first. Area code 442, if you are still there you are coming into the room live 442 are you there hello 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 we can hear you hello we hear you we hear you okay cool uh that's that's my okay i'm from california but my phone number is over to anyway hello how, how are you Awesome. We're doing as good as we can be by sitting at home. How about you? How, how, and we just heard from Lupe about California. How are you, how are you holding up with the whole uh, situation? I'm, I'm fine. I miss my senior year, but it's whatever. I could do everything myself, which is what I secretly always wanted to do anyway. I found out. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's amazing how when people are forced to rely on themselves, a lot of them are finding that they actually can. And you don't need to depend on yeah. other people. That, that's the one positive side effect of what's going on here. Yeah, I suppose. Self-reliance is always a, a good thing. But uh, hmm. Did you realize you can cook? <laughs> I, I don't know if we can cook because the, the media and the government hasn't told me I'm allowed to yet. So I, I'm uh, sorry. I, I have to wait for an official disclaimer from CNN to tell me it's okay to cook, you know, and I got to wear a mask and a hazmat suit while cooking uh, because the, the corona well, the is going to get us all. Yeah, go ahead. Um, this, okay, I suppose so. This isn't really a belief of mine. It's more of um, it's more of a hypothesis. But um, I've, I've never, I haven't really put this into words before, so this might take me a second. I, I apologize. It's okay. But take, take your time. Okay. I, 
again, it's more of a hypothesis. I don't really believe this in the slightest. But another thing I've noticed that because of this pandemic, our country at large, like I get not just America, but, you know, the UK and, and stuff like that, like if we're not very careful with how we treat things socially, we're, we kind of have all the steps necessary for, um, for a caste system without just someone like just outright explaining it to us that we're in a caste system. Because if you think about it, before all this, this pandemic was going on, right, you know, there's, um, I guess I could, you could refer them to, refer them as left-wing identitarians, right, that said, oh, you can't mm-hmm. say this, oh, you can't say this word around these groups, and these groups are allowed to say this thing and talk about this thing, but if you're a member of this race, you can't talk about that, et cetera. And for the most part, people went along with it because, it, you know, pe- because the people who were saying it referred to it as a form of kindness, right? So we already have, like, this kind of caste system set up from a social perspective, right, where we've kind of bought into the idea of, I guess you can refer to it as the kind of political correctness of strata of, you know, uh, LGBTQAIP plus or minus the square root of 87, you know, my, minorities and, and stuff like and stuff like that and go and go further down i'm trying not to joke joke around but yeah, i, I kind of get what you're saying here it actually kind of reminds me yeah, of uh, so, how you know i don't know if you read the book 1984 how they had like the ministry yeah 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 but we also if we're not careful right there's two parts to a caste system there's the social version of it, which we kind of have, right? It's not like written in law, like it is in countries like India and stuff like that. Or, but we have the social standing of it. Everybody kind of just like, even though they don't, even if they find it, you know, immoral or they don't find it immoral, for the most part, people just go along with it anyway because it's kind of a path of least resistance. Then you have, but if we're not careful, we're very close to having the uh, economic portion of a of of a caste system, right? If we're not very careful, mm-hmm. if we ruin our economy, right? The people who were, I don't know, I guess upper middle class and above, right? They're not going to be a- affected by it. So what we're going to well, have there is no so, middle class anymore. If they pretty much effectively eliminated it, so it's it's like you said, you have yeah, the upper class. But now it's going to be, ab- but now it's going to be like abundant. Now it's going to be abundantly clear. Yep. I guess it, that's not much of a difference. But I was just kind of wondering what. Like if that hypothesis holds any weight, it's just a theory. Uh, I, I, I don't agree with you on this one. I mean, it's it, it's definitely a case of they don't want people to have. They, they want either the ruling class or the serf class. And uh, this, I kind of think this whole thing has been designed to uh, exacerbate the whole situation and make it worse for the people that can't that are not the ruling class or not the wealthy class. I mean, it, it's uh, it's become it's as you said, it's become rather obvious. So, uh, and in this case, I completely agree with your your hypothesis. I think you're on the right track. Hmm. Good, awesome. I came up I came up with that around midnight last night. Kind of kept me up. No, so it's good. It, I'm not it's crazy. A, All right. No, it's a good point, and it's amazing when you think about the caste system in general, because you look back to India specifically, and you look at a Dr. Shiva Del Rey. I think I'm saying his name right. I hope I'm saying his name right. They considered that man, who is a literal genius, he was considered peasant level in India growing up, along with his family. 
it's amazing to think about. Uh, Shiva, Dr. Shiva Eldoray, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm probably massacring the name, but I think most will know who I'm talking about. But it's amazing to think about just <laughs> how, how they've done people wrong and how they've limited people and limited true intelligence and genius out there by using social labeling, social, essentially a version of old school, the original social credit. That's what China has been doing to their people. The social credit score, same difference, just a different, different label on it, if you will. So the only social that, distancing we should do is between America and China. That's the only, geez, right. really that place is awful. Totally agree. All right, my friend, with that, I want to I want to move on to the next caller. So I will if you'd like, I could put you on hold. Uh, But any any final thoughts, any final words, because I definitely want to hear from you again, because I love the depth of what you're going to. I think that's great. And we got to have a lot of more. A lot. I can't speak a lot more talks. So anything you want to say in conclusion? Okay, sure. I was going to hang up, but you complimented my ego so much i'll just stay on the line there you go so you you could you could enjoy the music and we'll check back in but yeah stay on okay all right yeah sure all right my friend thank you and we right, are bye, moving man. on i i'm guessing this first hour is going to be rocking calls for a little bit so we are going to move on to caller eric what what <laughs> I said that was winning production you did just there a minute ago. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. We're going like to, we're going to move on. <laughs> For those who are still waiting call to call her. in, the phone number to call in is 515-605-9832. We'll try and hurry these up. We'll try and get to you as soon as we can. And we really appreciate you calling in. And if anybody wants to be a producer, I could pay you with a one-on-one conversation with Mike Jacobson every week for one hour. Caller, 845-AREA-CODE. 845-AREA-CODE, you are on live. Who are you and where are you calling from? I think I know, but, you know. Hello? 845-AREA-CODE, you're live. I can hear you. Not you. Not you, Herbie. Oh, not Herbie? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If we can't hear them, then we trying to move on. All right. Caller 845 area code. We're going to put you back on hold, and we will come back to you as we move along. I apologize. Going once. Going twice. Enjoy the music, my friend. Okay. Moving on. Next caller, 949 area code. 949 area code. You are on the air. Can you hear us? Can we hear you? Hello? Hello? 949 dropped Hello. off. Well, we're, we're going through a lot Hello. quicker. What? He, I just moved him. He was on there. I think that was Herbie again. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. That was me. Yeah, Herbie likes Herbie. to just answer for people. <laughs> I apologize. We're not getting too quick enough. Uh, please be patient with us. We, we've got a pretty good queue of callers, so we're trying to get to you as soon as we can. We're new at this game. We haven't had callers since, like, 2010. Caller 831 area code. You are on live. State your name. Where are you calling from? Uh, is this, this is Angie Morphine. Salinas, California? Hey Angie, how are you? Right. I'm fine. How are you doing? Today. 
Okay, Angie, what would you like to bring up real quick here as we continue through the queue? I'm sick and tired of being locked up in my house. I sneak out just to go to school. (laughs) (laughs) I sneak out. My kids are the ones that scream at me the most, Mom, don't go out, don't go out. But I'm sick and tired of being locked up. I can completely understand that. It's really weird because it's like I'm always home anyway, but, you know, when they tell you, the government tells you you can't go outside and you can't do this, it pisses me off because it's supposed to be free, America. We're not a communist country yet. And then I'm in a liberal state. I can't stand it. I, my head just wants to explode half of the time. What what part of California are you in? In Salinas, Monterey County. Okay. okay. Where is that at? No? Uh, I'm close to Carmel, Northern <laughs> California. California. Northern okay. California. Well, I'm in the middle somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the middle of middle. everything. Yeah, <laughs> I'm close. I'm like uh, 200. Well, I'm 100 miles from San Francisco. So, yeah, I, I used you... to live in Ukiah. Ukiah. Well, I don't up know where that is. Up by Willis. Up by Willis. Is Lupe already? Yes, yeah. I am, and it's yep. way up there. It's yeah. way up, way up there. there. Yeah. Yukaya? Yep. I don't know where that is. So I'm now. interested to hear what kind of ninjas you, you have. I'm sorry? Do <laughs> you have a ninja suit? Ninja suit. I don't know what that is. Like when you go out, like you have to hide? Oh, I don't even wear the mask. <laughs> My no, my kids okay. get mad at me right, for not wearing asking. the mask. They get mad at me for not wearing the mask, but it's like no, <laughs> it, it, suffo- it suffocates me. It's, that's awful. I just start sweating Listen, and then I start coughing. God bless worse. your heart, girl. God bless no, your heart. No, no, don't, don't, don't respond to that, Angie. When they say bless your heart from anything else, I learned that. <laughs> anyway, <not> <laughs> listen. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Dave, because you're not from the South originally. But let me just right. say this. This is something that I think people need to understand what they're really wanting to do. Because a certain person said on this show a few weeks back about, and I'm going to quote here, how China had the right idea and they all wear masks. Now, oh. <laughs> that person, I never got to respond to appropriately. But I'm going to say they wear masks because they are a polluted, disgusting cesspool. And basically, they're forced to by their communist leaders. But now what we're trying to do is to appeal to the magical, wonderful, caring, considerate, lovely China is let's turn America into China. And you have all these people proudly taking pictures and showing their masks to the world. Look at me. I'm so good. I'm so righteous. I'm, I'm a good SJW. I listen to my masters. I do as I'm told. Don't I look cute? And the obedience is what's helping this draconian crap spread. We are literally trying to turn this country into the communist overlords. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. What well, you it's said a point for one government, actually. That's what's I think. going I mean, on in that's California. What this whole thing is going to eventually lead up to people monitoring people, 
Um, as a previous caller said, um, basically you have a higher class and a lower class, clear division of people, and uh, you either rule people or you're ruled. That's it. And that's how they want it to be in every country, I think. Yep. And we're supposed to accept it as normal. Well, what's happening here in California is they're stopping you from doing your essential business if you're not wearing a mask. I mean, they've got monitors at the door telling you you can't come in. And uh, two things I wanted to bring up. I had uh, one experience at Albertsons, and the sign on the door said, you have to wear a mask, but you cannot wear an N95, which I thought was insane because they're saying you have to wear a mask, but, you know, you can't actually wear one that would do any good if you were going to wear the mask. Secondly, one time that I ended up in Walmart, okay, I, I don't shop at Walmart, Anyway, it's all, you know, it's a, it's a nightmare of a store. But one thing you had just said about the obedience, I could not put my finger on why I was so upset while I was in the store. And uh, basically everything they're doing doesn't make any sense. So they've got it to where they're telling you where to walk. You can only walk in this direction. And then after you, they've got the line so long winding around the store, so you have this appearance of social distancing, you cannot shop for your items because the people are all lined up. So you go to their, their stage one. I, I just, I was having so much anxiety and I just couldn't put my finger on it when I was there. Like, why is this bothering me so much? I just want to run away. But it was the compliance of all the people that they were just doing it. They were just doing exactly what they were told. And nobody seemed to be bothered by it. They've got American flags hanging from the ceiling right in the middle of this. But they've got everybody packed together in their stage one before you move to the stage two where you get to the checkers where it's all open. And, and people are, if you need to purchase any of the items, if you can understand, like they've got you wound through the clothing area for example. So they're actually making it worse before you get to, I mean, I just, I walked out of there and said, I will never go in the store again. It was so much worse than all the other ones, but it's, it's that feeling of there's no, and they're, you know, they're a private business. They can do what they want, but I feel like the government is putting pressure on these stores to make them enforce these rules. So if we want to go out and shop for groceries or shop for our items, they're saying, well, you can't, shop in our store unless you have a mask um that's you know the last three places i've been to you you just can't do it now it just doesn't uh it doesn't matter i mean i can protest by not wearing the mask i'm very against the mask okay uh by walking down my street but if i want to feed my family i have to go along with it and it's very disturbing i agree i totally agree that's that's like one of my jack-in-the-box restaurants here. It, it says on their window, if you don't have a mask, we'll provide napkins for you. It's like, what the heck? You know, um, <laughs> if I'm in my car, I'm not going to cover up. That's bullshit. Yeah. You know? I agree. You're driving around with a mask yeah. on. All right. With that, with that, with that, bear with me here. I'm sorry about the, the little inundation that we're getting here. So what we're going to do is we're going to keep with callers to the 7 o'clock hour, and then we're going to do a little bit break between callers. So, hang, bear with me. I'm going to go back here and go to the 845 area code and see if they are ready to come on yet. 
845 area code, are you still there? 845 area code, are you there? You are live. Going once. Yeah, I think we lost as far as it was. Still on hold. Wow, we are loud. Okay, so as it stands, we are we are actually slated, I believe, from notifications I'm receiving. We should be getting more calls in the second hour, but you know, the first hour is kind of a little bit of a free for all here. So bear with us, anybody who will call in. Understand, you'll be on hold, hear music until we put you on. And again, I'll call your area code, state your name and where you're calling from, and then you will join the conversation. So with that, Angie, Loopy, Loopy, oh my God, I'm sorry, Lupe. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm feeling Loopy, the corona got me. Listen, I, I <laughs> you know, it's the corona's fault. So I want, I want to say to both of you, that, you know, I, I I spoke with you prior, Lupe, but I would like to do a show with you and Angie, actually, in the very near future. And I want to discuss, obviously, multitude of things, but I want to discuss, obviously, the illegal immigration situation, because obviously I know the investment that you two have in that. And I, a little bit of quick backstory. You know, we started out in 2007 holding rallies against illegal immigration in Pennsylvania, and really all that we were doing was bringing something they were doing out west and everywhere else, you know, to the eastern side of the country. And people like Alupe and Angie and so many other Ted Hayes and, you know, so many good people were out there fighting the uh, true pandemic in this country, the scourge, if you will, of the illegal alien invasion. So I want to do that soon with the both of you, if you wouldn't mind, because I know we got to keep moving along here and I got to open up the the dockets here for more calls. But is there anything else that you two would like to address before we move on and before it gets loud and we go into the second hour and I got to start taking new callers? (laughs) Well, I I do want to tell you that um, real quick, it is really, really getting worse with the illegal alien problem. In Santa Ana, which is a sanctuary city, we actually have an illegal alien that was appointed to a committee that oversees a special tax on citizens. And the illegal alien kids have grown up, and a lot of them are in our elected offices and they are changing the face of what we were americans cannot even speak out without being uh, pushed down pushed down told things right away they they bring out the word racist they try to make people feel bad and that's what i'm fighting right now i'm told ugly ugly things because i do tell them they're illegal and they get mad. Oh, they get mad because you, you're bringing them out into the open, just like the dang virus. Uh, they see the light and they they shrink. But uh, that's what we're fighting. I think that uh, uh, what is it? Attorney General Barr should come into the sanctuary cities. I've heard a little bit here, a little bit there, but no, it needs to be stopped. 
They need to be told because they're babied their whole lives. They're babied and told that it's okay that they're illegal aliens, that they're not really illegal aliens, that they're, they're the new citizens. They're the new Americans. We're the bad ones, and they need to fight. Well, they're the, we're, we're fighting each other, and there is going to be a civil war, and it's going to be American Latinos who love our country against Amen. foreign Latinos that hate our country and hate us. Agreed. Totally, totally agree. And, you know, it's funny, before people were being called Uncle Tom, you know, it's people such as you and so many others that were called every name in the book because how dare you stand up against, right? But in reality, it's the ones who came to this country legally that are the true, you know, they they demonstrate what true love of country, pride, and patriotism actually is. It's the ones who come in illegally that put a bad, cast a bad light on the rest, and it's unfair. That's right. Yeah, very unfair. Yep. So with that, I I right. love the both of you. Yes, and I I'm sorry, but we're gonna we're gonna do this again soon, and we're gonna do like I said, yeah, maybe we'll do a two hour we'll show. Awesome. So Angie, you got by. anything Talk. to say? Oh, uh, just that I just hate the double. I live in Salinas, where it's supposed to be the lettuce capital of the world, and I hate it because uh, it, there's double standards when it comes to regular Americans and when it comes to the illegals working in the fields. They're not even required to wear anything. Uh, city councilman, a few, a, a city councilman, a few weeks ago, went around town doing a video, and he posted it on Facebook of a hotel that's being used by the farmers and ranchers that guess house these people. And they were outside maybe about 7 o'clock in the evening with a catering truck, and they were like a 100 of them out there just all bunched up being catered to. And the city councilman got in trouble, and he was attacked even by the newspaper and the media. Yep. It's a political witch hunt. They're going after him. Because he did that. Well, of course. Yeah. When you expose criminals out in plain sight, then you're obviously, you're the bad person, right? It's disgusting. Yeah. He, he actually said, he actually said, I guess it's taco time. Well, he was a racist <laughs> because he said, he said it was taco time. Well, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, God. And, the, well, and, you know, over here, we're on the east side, west side, south side, north side. And the east side is where all the Mexican people are. And you go down there, and it's packed. Everybody's standing in lines of, like, sardines. But they're all standing next to each other. Nobody's wearing masks. But you come to the north side, everything is closed. You go to the south side, everything is closed. I get it, but That's, the tamales are It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sick and tired of the double standards. Yeah, you and I both. Believe me. Yeah. With that... Thank you, Angie. Thank, Thank you, Lupe. God bless you all. God bless Bye. you both. Thank you for and having us. And we'll, we'll talk very we'll soon. I'll message you later. All right. Thank okay. you. Take right. care. Bye bye. And Bye-bye. with that, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we we went through that first hour like like nothing. I hear people laughing and I don't know why. Usually it's when something Wazalewski says that that usually makes people laugh because he's just so wrong. But I just want to say, first off, we are going to go to a quick, 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 quick break and station identification. And 
then we're going to get ready to launch the second hour. So to the caller on the line, please do me a favor and just listen to the music, and we will come back to you. And once I click on you, I'll say area code, give your name, location, and then we will welcome you into our chat. So everybody else listening, I want to say thank you. We are at 19,000 right now, even 18, whatever. I'm not going to look at that. I can't get excited over those numbers because, you know, if it's not a death ticker, I just can't find any satisfaction. So I want to thank you all for everybody that's listening. This has been a very interesting first hour because we have so many damn great people actually calling in again. It's been a long time since we've had people call in because blog talk was suppressing us. So to the callers that are currently <laughs> currently <laughs> on hold, enjoy the music, and we will be with you soon, I promise. I don't know if you get to listen to the music. Maybe you get to hear us until we bring you in. I don't know. Nevertheless, we will get to you. Everybody else out there, this is Voice to the People USA Radio, and we are coming to you live as we do every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern at blogtalkradio.com slash VOPUSA. Also find us on Spotify, on Podbean, on iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. See, I'm remembering ones as I go. And everywhere else podcasts are found. Follow us on Twitter at VOPUSA Radio. Eventually, go to our website at VOPUSAradio.com. Um, and... Give us a like on Facebook. God, there's some strange noises in the background. And you can find us on Facebook at Voice of the People USA Radio fan page. Give us a like. Give us a share. And join us as this is the mothership show, as I like to call it, the big show of the week. And we will have additional shows during the week as well. Obviously, our Rise Above the Noise with Carrie. That's either Tuesdays and Wednesdays. I think Wednesdays now. I can't keep track because I really suck at setting a schedule. But that's a new one. That's fun. People like it because Carrie's calming and awesome, and she doesn't let me scream. That... <laughs> so with that being said, there will be more shows forthcoming. Very excited about. So everybody out there, we will return in two minutes and start the second hour. I thank you for joining us. We will talk with you very shortly. Engage and rage. This is Voice of the People, USA Radio.
voice of the people, USA Radio. And we are back live. Yes, I know I need more audio. I'm working on it. The whole royalty-free thing and copyright, whatever the hell crap, is kind of hard to do because it costs money. There's probably easier ways. I'm just too dumb to know what they are. You are listening live to Voice of the People USA Radio, and we are into hour two. <laughs> what are those sounds? <laughs> we, we, we are into hour two of our weekly three-hour extravaganza of everything political, fringe, wrong, right, whatever you want to call it. I am Dan Spriglio, and I am joined by Mike Jacobson, Dave Wazalewski, Herbie Clark, Elisa Diaz, Melody Oberg, and a whole bunch of random awesome people decide to call in and make our show better. With that, I, in callers on hold, we will get to you momentarily, but I want to ask you guys, I want to ask you, to our co-host here, I want to pose this, but when do you think, when do you think the inevitable situation is going to happen where somebody is going to get violent opposing the lockdowns, the restrictions? When do you think that's going to happen? Because, right? And with that, but with that, do you not see it as being exactly what they want to have happen? Oh, yeah, it definitely is. I mean, you said, when do I think it is? There might be a a regular person that would do it, but not to sound too much of a conspiracy theorist here, but I wouldn't be surprised if they had a paid actor, you know, one of the the people they claim don't exist, to show up in front of a news camera and decide to start brandishing a gun and fire your blank ground at somebody or whatever to cause a panic and tell you how violent and irrational all all the protesters are. We have to obey what the government tells us because we're – Anyone who disagrees with it is the crazy person. Correct. I totally agree. Herbie? Oh, I absolutely agree. I mean, there's, um, how, do I, how do I put it correctly? There's definitely something in the air with it. Um, you know, the, the using the, the tactic of, of um, as David said, about the like a hired actor, that's, that's really not outside the realm of possibility. I mean, if you're really trying to push an agenda, you're going to go to whatever states you got to go to, to be honest with you. But I, I think um, if, if that doesn't happen, I definitely see somebody doing something soon. And I see it either being in New York, California, um, or as Mike was saying earlier, uh, Michigan. There's, there's just yep. a lot of uh, protesters going on around right now, and a lot of people are they're really upset. I mean, you know, it's I can sit back and – and, and look out the window, and I, you know, I see the woods. Other people look out the window and see, you know, a whole different, you know, a whole different picture. You know, there only, there really is only so much uh, any person can take, and uh, you know, we all don't have the same threshold for it. So it's, it's really just a matter of time before somebody breaks, and it, it'll be a sad situation if it's, a, if it's not the paid actor that I'm envisioning. But I mean, for if it is somebody who's just, you know, legitimately their mental health breaks down, I feel very bad for you. I hope before that point you can get the help you need, but uh, you know, in, in another way, I kind of understand it also because um, this, this whole situation is horrible for all of us. Yeah, not to mention the fact you got you know you got 60% of the population living paycheck to paycheck, 
Yeah, exactly. You know, people haven't even gotten their unemployment yet. And the stimulus check they've already blown through if they've even gotten it. A lot of people still haven't received it. And you're going to have a lot of people that are, that are really, really struggling. They're getting really, really desperate. And if they got to feed a kid, I mean, I see a father going into a neighbor's house with a gun and shooting somebody for food. Well, well let, you'll do what you need not... to take care of your family, and, and that's a sad fact. That's the sad truth. Or if you can't go out and spend money to get, you know, get what you need, you have a neighbor you don't particularly care for, you know that they have what you need. Are you going to choose your neighbor or are you going to choose your kids? Right. You know, I just see that coming down the road one day if they don't figure this out. When they have chaos that they can control, they could direct you. They make you obedient through fear. The more afraid a population is, the easier they are to control and to root out the ones that actually have that pride and patriotism in them. They'll be the ones demonized and targeted as the antagonists, and everybody else will be so brainwashed and obedient and sold into the structure that's being sold to them that they're going to demonize you. They're going to stone you to death. And I don't mean literally, obviously, because how dare you take a stand for our civil liberties? How dare you stand up for our rights? How dare you speak out against the whole? You are the enemy of the people. Now they're turning people with that actual spirit and that will to stand up and do something into the enemies. Because the more they scare you, the more obedient people are. Excuse me. And that's just what I see. It's just, it's constantly and consistently being done perfectly to a T. It's being done just, it's so brilliantly put out there that the, the, excuse me, the blatant inconsistencies, the lies, the censorship, the faulty numbers, the fact that COVID-19 can cure every other ailment in the world because now you only die from that. The fact that left-leaning media is actually putting out truth shows they've completely lost control on one end when they tell you that the hospitals are getting paid anywhere from forty to $45,000 per diagnosis of COVID-19. They're making money off the sickness, money off the fear, and controlling people along the way and it's being done right in front of you every day they're i i like dogs but <laughs> it's it's just it's too much it's too much and i i gotta ask you know when when do people start to come out not just in the protests you're doing which is a good start but when do we start coming out in bigger numbers and standing up against a tyranny being basically cast upon us, when do people start to take action? And no matter what you do, there's not going to be a right time because you're going to be the enemy. You're going to be, you know, you're the devil. How dare you? Well, yeah, if you take any action, the media is going to come, go right against you and say, you're an idiot, you're in the wrong, you need to listen to what you're being told, regardless of what you've, you know, understood for yourself and other people have understood. I, there's many, I think the vast majority of people actually think this whole thing is a joke. But they're not willing to yeah. do anything about it. But that's the problem. That's the problem. The ones that are too afraid to speak up and just go along to get along, it's not going to get better by doing that. It's only going to get worse. When you have doctors from Cedar sinai doing a roundtable exposing all the, the myths 
of what's going on, how masks are not good for you, how the, de- the numbers are this low, how the numbers for rapes and child molestation and assaults and this and that are on the rise and have a higher percentage than any of the COVID actual cases. And then what happens to them? They get blacklisted. They get censored. Their video gets removed. They're not allowed to are go you on YouTube. The YouTube video of the doctors talking about all this and uh, YouTube struck it down Correct. as going against their narrative. Correct. You know, yeah, that's disgusting. If people don't think that the social media controls you, I mean, at, at this point, you don't even have your eyes open. Yep. I mean, and you being able to think for yourself is an illegal act as far as they're concerned. And that exactly. should alarm the hell out of you. And, and that's something I want to know. I want to know, Elisa, and I'm, I'm going to go around and callers, just bear with us. But, Elisa, since you're down in Florida, what's it like on the ground there? Because Florida, I questioned how far they went in the beginning, but now it seems that we're actually getting back to normal in that state. So what do you see on the ground there? Are you seeing a lot of blind and obedient people just following along with whatever the media is selling them? Or do you see people standing up against it? It's weird because, you know, watching the news and seeing what, you know, people are saying is happening like where they're living it's it's like watching it from like a like another country because down here it's not like that like you're i went into walmart not even what not even a week ago and it's normal like i mean yeah i guess a couple people had masks on but it wasn't like it wasn't madness there wasn't like food not food on the shelves it wasn't any of that stuff like for some reason down here there's a couple areas that got hit a lot harder um, obviously, you know, like uh, Miami, uh, Orlando, a couple other areas, but they were like, they're small cities within a city. Yeah. But out here too, like where I'm at, it's a lot of rural areas. It's, you know, it's widespread, it's suburban, but it didn't hit us like that here. <clears throat> so no, I'm not and, seeing what everybody else is saying. And what are your feelings overall on all this? Do you, do you start to see the the reasoning behind the protests? Are you seeing the why people are getting agitated and why people are getting pissed off? I mean, and I, we didn't, we didn't talk about this beforehand, but I just want to get your input on that one. Cause you weren't on here the last couple of weeks. So I want to give you an opportunity to put that out there. Yeah. I, I, listen, I, I do understand it. And I, and I empathize with that because, you know, it, it, it's a very different, um, it's a very different animal to face when you're dealing with something that has always been a natural right. And now that is being impeded, you know, by, you know, COVID stay at home orders and limiting certain amount of groceries you can get at a time, you know, and that's a very unnatural thing for us as American citizens. We don't have that kind of structure here, you know, whereas places yeah. like China, which are communist countries, are and adapt to that you know they they think nothing of being herded into lines and not know where they're going here it's very different and you know i think that media if we learn nothing else this year there's very little you can trust in the media because i haven't seen one solid honest news outlet at all like there's not one that have been completely 100% honest of for whatever it is, good or bad. And it, it, you know, and that drives them now. So now, you know what I mean? We're in a very different time where you have to now question, is that really what's happening? You know, is this being 
contorted into something political? Is this, you know, is this a lie? Because now the, the FBI don't even, they, they don't even tell the truth now. So that's normal. It's become normal to mm-hmm. see people getting kicked out of high ranks of government for abusing power. That, that's become a social norm. And it's insane. Because how do you or I, yeah, like how do we go to court and trust in the justice system? When yeah. the, the, the most powerful justice system is horrifically corrupt. Agreed. You know, and there's people's it's, lives that hang in that balance. It's disgusting how everything has become so politicalized or politicized, excuse me. And it's to put that blind, that blind trust into anything that's supposed to be out there looking out for us. And it, it just, it's, it's hard to have now. It's hard to have that that faith in any system because of what's being exposed, what's going on. People don't talk about what else is happening in this world while you're, you're so hung up on the COVID crap. They don't talk about the FBI being exposed, the CIA being exposed. They don't talk about how they railroaded military generals into giving false, false guilty pleas after threatening his family. They don't talk about people being railroaded, 70-year-old men being taken by freaking gunships and armed people in his house in Florida. It's, it's, it's sick. It's sick. Melanie, I got to ask you, in, in your part of the world, because obviously you're active out there doing the protests, but what's, what's the gauge like there? Are, are the protests getting bigger? Are more people standing up and speaking out? Like, what's, what's the feel from the ground? Well, as far as protests, um, people are starting to speak up a lot more. So once the uh, four-step plan came out of how, you know, he's basically, say our governor, uh, Newsom, is saying this isn't going to end anytime soon here. You know, at first people were thinking they were going along with it's going to be a week, two weeks, a month. But this four-step plan he's put out has literally put us into next year if not the year after, before we're, you know, he's just saying you don't, don't expect uh, normal life here at all. So once that's happened, people have started getting a lot more vocal here. But when you go and- about your daily business, you see a lot of compliance. Like I was saying with the Walmarts and the, you know, grocery stores, no one's fighting in the store. No one's saying, you know, when you're, no one's arguing, hey, I'm not wearing this mask because they just won't let you in. Um, and I feel that those are the things that, that are going to have to start happening, uh, you know, to make yeah. any changes. I totally agree with that. Yeah, yeah that fourth phase plan seems awfully, awfully far in the future. I, I was reading about it. He said, I think phase phase three. I think he said he said is months away, not weeks, and there's yeah. four stages. So, and, and, and the thing like is, he's talking about a year. Right. So in in stage three is when um, we've been talking a lot about hairdressers and manicurists and and people in that area of business. I mean, they God are knows my wife's a hairdresser. Okay, so you know when you tell them that you're not going to be able to work. Um, and as far as I know, all the hairdressers are still saying that they're not, not qualifying for unemployment. You can't work for months. Um, what I feel needs nope. to happen is they all need to start opening back up in a big way at the same time. I mean, like everybody that has a self-employed business like that needs to just start opening up. 
because I mean, you just how are you going to survive? And there, there are a few. There was a lady in, in here in California. There was a lady in Corona, which is in Southern California, that she just opened up. And then there's the lady <laughs> in, in Texas that you know went ahead and opened up. But the the thing is, um, there's so many people that are in these areas. There's so many people here that I know personally that still haven't gotten any unemployment. Uh, and it's just not fair. It's not fair to say, you know, we're going to uh, restrict your right to work, but we're also not going to provide you any money and don't expect anything to change for months. I also feel because they've kind of put these little feelers out of, oh, we're going to expect the second wave in the fall. So in my opinion, <laughs> I believe they're, just like what's happened here, I don't know if you followed what's happened with the beaches. They opened the beaches up last weekend. Oh, yeah. Then they put out these pictures from, I don't know, 4th of July from last year, uh, showing these packed beaches where you couldn't move. Everybody that I know that went to the beach posted pictures where it wasn't like that at all. And in Orange County, they had aerial pictures showing the beaches were not packed at all. But he went out and said, oh, we gave this to you and you didn't do a good job. And so now we're going to take it back away because you didn't do it right. So it's like making him look like he put some good faith and then we screwed it up because we're not, you know, smart enough. Or I don't know. You're not supposed to sit with your family on the beach. I don't know what they're trying to say about that. Um, that that makes a good point here. And if I might interject, Dan, you you brought this up earlier when you were talking about uh, a faith in the media. And how we can't rely on them. We never could rely on them. I mean, uh, one of the biggest points that I've always made is um, our nation was founded on an educated citizen. It's our responsibility as citizens of the United States to stay abreast of what's going on. Educate ourselves. Do not blindly trust any source. And uh, anytime we give our faith to any institution, we're taking away our ability to be the educated citizen that we were meant to be. I mean, um, it's highlighted by saying, oh, you know, this whole thing about the beaches. I mean, we trust the media. We trust the government to tell us what's going on, and we're not doing it for ourselves. It's home. It's basically homework. We did homework when we were kids. Sometimes we were wrong. As adults, we still have to do homework. We have to keep educating and pushing ourselves for these things. If we stop doing it, we are controlled. We are sheep, and uh, we can't make the right decisions for ourselves. Other than the, other than based off the information that the people who want us to uh, think the way they want us to think, give us, and that's the hype of stupidity. Sorry, just had to bring that in there. No, nope, I, I totally agree with you. You know, and I, that's what makes it hard is because, you know, you are relying on, on. I mean, it's got to be more information. journalists is what we have to have now. You know, we have to have more people that are out there, you know, sharing their own pictures and their own videos. Um, and, and luckily, you know, in Orange County, they're, they're a more conservative area. And, and that's, you know, the bigger picture of what's going on with that. Um, that they're, they're, they started speaking up today saying, well, this was our experience. We don't really know what you're talking about. Um, and they, they put that out there. Uh, but you don't, it's hard to know who to trust. And then because every media outlet is getting silenced by the official narrative that they want us to listen to. Uh, it's going to get to where, and they have the right to do that. I mean, they are private businesses, but uh, at the same time, it's unfair and it's misleading. And honestly, it's just creepy as hell to have somebody um, monitoring your stuff saying, 
you know, this you can't have an opinion anymore. You can't even state it as this is my opinion. They come back and tell you that this is, you know, unofficial. They did it. They've been doing it for quite a while now with the vaccine information. Try and find anything. You type in, uh, I'm in a, a large vaccine information group. It's got near 200,000 people in this group. When I type it into Facebook, there, it takes me 20 different places before I get to it. And it's all, and it pops up and says, if you want vaccine information here, you know, go to the CDC and go here and go there. When really it should be one of the first uh, two or three things that comes up because it's uh, a large group and it's something that I already belong to. So the, the censorship of that is is disturbing. But uh, the other Agreed. point I wanted to make was um, what I was saying about how they're kind of prepping us, I feel like, for that second wave, obviously, before the election. Um, I feel like that's what's going to happen here in, in California. It's They're going to do the same thing they did at the beach. It's like, well, we gave this to you. We put you into the second stage. And unfortunately, you know, it just didn't work out. So we're going to move it all and reel it all back in and try and, and, and try and put it on us. Like it was our fault that, you know, we couldn't behave appropriately enough in public. There's a lot of hypocrisy in California and um, in, in the different, places that you go for for example i went to a drive-through car wash yesterday and when i i went to go to the area where you vacuum out your car they had dismantled the hoses okay and put up cones so that we were socially distanced between the cars you're still touching the same equipment okay but if i go to stater brothers I can park right next to somebody and it's, and there's no social distance between the cars there. I ended up not being able to vacuum my car because I didn't want to wait 25 minutes for everybody else to finish. And I got frustrated and left. Um, But I couldn't wash your own car. It's what? You couldn't wash your own car. Well, I washed my car, drove through and washed it. But when I got to the area where I was going to use their hose to vacuum it out, they had taken so many of them away so that we had social distancing that I didn't want to wait all that time for the people that were already using them. And so I left. And, but my point is if I go to Stater brothers to go to the grocery store, I can park right next to somebody. They're not marking off the parking spaces there. And it's the most frustrating thing here in California is, they of uh, the picking and choosing of what's essential, what's not essential, which line is okay, which line is not okay. There's no consistency anywhere, and it is the number one thing that's frustrating people because they're saying it's it's not helping anything. It's like this big facade, just as much as the mask, trying to make us feel like they're doing something. Yep, and I totally agree. And I just want to say that something I do find essential are our callers. And I want to go to a caller because I feel bad keeping people held up. So, caller, when I put you on the line, got five minutes. Sorry for the short time, but we've got to keep moving along. So, area code 845, we'll try you again. 845, you're on the line. Are you there? 
I don't think eight four five is there. Yeah, I, yeah, I just, just like a person that walked away from their phone call or whatever. You sure, it's not my number somehow porting over. You think? No. <laughs> okay, moving on. Did area code. Area code five seven zero. Area code five seven zero. You are on you, the show. Are you there? Hey Dan. Hey Jim, how How's you it doing? Going? I'm doing right, great. We got five minutes, my friend. You have a lot of good points, man. Uh, I know really what's going up here in Rochester, New York. Uh, there's been a lot of, uh, quote, and you said the last hour, there's been a lot of rioting and whatnot on the streets of Rochester, New York, because of what's been going on. And what is really? a lovely quote? Yeah. Nobody's talking about it. Guess who's Oh, yeah. You know who's blocking it? Maroney and Miss Lovely Warren are, quote, mayor. Really? Yeah. I'm serious. This hasn't been on. Anybody else get this on their news? Well, hey, we got a person who's That's because because they've been blocking it. Apparently, it is going on. So please tell us more. Hold on. When and basically, I, uh, you just walk around and you see, like, what they're doing to people. They're basically shooing the poor off the streets. They're trying to get them the, – the, the Rochester looking really nice and everything. They shoo them off the streets, and guess where they put them? In Walmart parking lots. Where else are they going to go? I know. I understand that. But, we, but basically, they're, they're pushing them – they don't want the poor anymore. They purposely, they're trying to get them to die. They don't want that population anymore. Wow. They're trying to kill That's them off. If you look at it, they're doing the same thing that uh, Stalin and um, Hitler did. It, it's all. It's a basically it, they're they're making you think one thing and doing another. They're gonna. They're, that's why they're trying yeah. to kill off all the older people. They're shoving the coronavirus in the. Uh, um, up here, up in the, um, that's some of the things that nobody's telling you. They're shoving coronavirus victims in uh, nursing homes, and they're basically getting them sick. They want them to die. How about, wait, as, I'm going to touch on that real quick. I'm glad you said that. I saw on the news, and I'm, I'm in Florida right now, but I grew up in Pennsylvania, and my grandmother in the Andover nursing home, and they had like 24 bodies piled up in a room. Yeah. You know, she passed away, you know, a couple of years ago, and it, they made the news. That was crazy to me. You know what I mean? Like, that, that wasn't as big of a story as it should have been. Oh, yeah. They just, they just don't so, care. So they just much. honestly do not care. So they want you, you to die really because think? guess what? You're not, you're not, number one, you're not paying into their system so they can get rid of your vote, number one. And number two is they can cut you off on <laughs> – the paying the money. That's number two, and that's more in their pocket. They so won't tell you that. that the healthcare system really cares about you? No, they don't. I just wonder, too, no, like, when you think about it, how did that virus get into that nursing home in Washington like that? Like, I, I, how did that get shaken from Wuhan into that nursing home? You know what I mean? Like, that to me was so weird. As I said, they're doing it behind enemy lines. Virus and don't even have, have symptoms. So I mean, as a person's had, you know, relations in a nursing home, I visited them myself. 
And if I didn't know I had the virus, I mean, it's it's very easily transmittable in that way. Whether it's someone I care about at a nursing home. Yeah. No, I well, understand. I know. I understand what you're saying. I understand what they're saying about how it got in. But my question is, what is really the likelihood that someone was living in Wuhan, China, and got that virus and flew to America and landed in that nursing home? It, it, you know what I mean? Like, it didn't hit the street first. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah, they they won't not gonna they're not going to tell you that. Yeah. They won't tell you that. The people on the airplane. <laughs> I don't understand like, how it just landed in the nursing home. It skipped everything else. Yeah, amazing, yeah, isn't it? It's it's deliberate. It's intentional. It was it was. Uh, I mean, how many more reports do we have to see that this actually started affecting this country back in November? We said it from the beginning, and people thought we were crazy. Now more reports are coming out that people were sick in November and December, including myself. It was already here in advance. That's all. why when the when China did the trade deal, they had the pandemic clause to back out of the trade deal. All in advance. This was deliberate. It was intentional, and it's it's obvious. Jim, I got I got another minute for you, sir. So go ahead and nah. give us some uh, final points here. Unfortunately, I hope it gets better. I hope I hope one day that basically people learn. But unfortunately, with our political system, it's not going to. You, we have to stand up as one. We have to fight back. No matter what it takes, no matter are you willing to go to jail for what you have to say, Dan? Because guess what I did for you? Yeah. Because last time, because last time, on the, when I was here last week, guess who I got a hold of for you to have an opportunity to talk to? I called Albany for you, and you have a possible conversation with our quote lovely governor Andrew Cuomo. Oh, that would be a great one. Let's put that on air. <laughs> oh, that would be a great one, yeah. If, if you, if you it, could, I can get it for you if you want it. Oh, please, 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 please. Please make that happen. I beg you to make that happen. I, would I can do everything I, would, I can. I would make it a five-hour show. He'll hang up after five I minutes. will do everything but, I can. I promise you I will. Okay. Well, do what you can. We, you we you know who it is. You have to tell your other constituents who I am. Facebook. I don't play games. Awesome. I Dude, do what you can to make it happen. Okay, so, I'll do right. everything I can. You know my word is my bond. All right, well, we appreciate it. No problem. Jim, thank you, thank you. And we're going to move on, but we'll talk soon, my friend. Yep. Be careful. Who's next? What's going on? Why am I not hearing anybody? Can you hear me? Yes, we all died. Yeah, I hear you. What happened? We there we, we all go. got the corona. Yeah, we're Dan though. I don't hear him screaming in right now. <laughs> Dan, we can't hear you, bro. Daniel. Daniel. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm sure he'll be back on in a minute. Yeah, that's crazy that that's going on out in New York, and and it's not really even being, it's, it's not being put out in the news media at all. Take very minimal, if any, coverage. 
our host has left the show. Can anyone hear me? Dave, Mike, Elise? Melody? Yeah, Terry. Terry, we can hear you. Oh, okay. So let's talk about something. Talking about uh, how Mr. Flynn is getting screwed over. Anything? You you cut out there. I heard something screwed over. Let's talk about how the FBI and everybody else in this country screwed over Mr. Flynn. Nothing. You're talking about Mike Michael Flynn? Yeah. Yes. Talking about Michael Flynn. A big shout out to Blog Talk Radio for apparently cutting me off out of nowhere. I want to say this right now, and I want to be public because I want to be heard by everybody at Blog Talk that may be listening. Fuck you. Fuck you. This is done deliberately. It makes no damn sense whatsoever. There's no technical issues. This was intentional. I am sick and tired of this platform doing this type of shit constantly and consistently. So blog talk, please, 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 I hope you hear what I have to say. You are an absolute shit website. You're a shit platform, and I despise and detest you. You cannot tell me this isn't being done deliberately. This is totally being done deliberately now. Now I don't question it. Never lost signal, never lost power, mic's still in. I got cut off out of nowhere. Done intentionally, but leaves me still cued into the show because I let myself onto the show. Can you hear me? I can, I can hear you. Can anybody hear me? I can hear you, Dan. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. All uh, right, you hear me. I, I, I know we at least got disconnected. I swear to God. I swear to God this is intentional. Sorry for everybody. We went up in, in viewers now. I guess they like when I, I lose my shit. But uh, listen, this, 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 this is deliberate. This is done intentionally. Nobody will tell me otherwise. So you could all hear me, right? Yeah, I hear you. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I got you. I got cut off completely. Yeah, for no reason whatsoever. For yeah, no reason whatsoever. So I hope to the 19,312 people listening right now, when we talk about censorship, this is what it looks like. Even though we may be insignificant on the grand scheme of things, they will stop at nothing to silence people that go against the narrative. And shit, I didn't even go off yet. We didn't even really buck the stories, buck the narrative, did we? No, no. 
It's just simply put, they do not like people speaking out against the narrative. They do not like it. They don't accept it, and they will silence you, and they will always – I don't care if anybody – we're over 20,000. If, if anybody thinks right now that I sound like a freaking crazy-ass conspiracy theorist, I don't care because I've lived it. I've seen it, and it just freaking happens clear-cut for everybody. And the other ones on here will tell you the same damn thing. They all got booted. People got dropped for no reason whatsoever. Intentional. Completely. I don't think that's ever happened. No, not like that. Not like that. But it like was usually done. one of us will get cut off, but not the whole show. <laughs> yeah. I am freaking pissed off, and I swear to God, come next week, I will give everybody updates, and I want to do a show on the weekend now, and we might use a different platform, and it might be the Podbean platform, because I want to migrate away from this shit platform. It does no, it serves no purpose. It serves no purpose whatsoever. Blog Talk Radio, you are obsolete, overpriced, and shit, run by little commie Silicon Valley dictator scumbags. That will stop at nothing to silence people. You're no better than YouTube. You're shit. You'll always be shit, and you suck. You suck at life. You don't even respond to your customer service, customer support questions or concerns, right? Now, how dare you respond to that, right? It's only us paying customers that get the shit end of the stick, right? If we were little blind, obedient scumbags, then I'm sure we'd get the freaking red carpet laid out for us. You're disgusting. Ah. <sighs> With that, they cut us off yet? Uh, <laughs> I'm waiting now. <laughs> I, I think you got to take the call for uh, for Mike. He's he called in. Hang on, Mike. I'm trying to find you, man. I'm sorry. Nine nine five zero. That was funny. All right, Mike, now. Mike's back on. Yeah, Mike. Right, you you know why I'm pissed, right? You know why I'm pissed. You know you what we had to deal number? with. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me off my freaking soapbox of rage right now, okay? Listen, you know as well as I do, you know as well as I do, since 2009, they have fucked with us time uh, let's, and let's time, time and time again. We all got dropped at the same exact time. So let's, yeah, let's but, not pretend but, this was not like a orchestrated thing to shove us up at this point. But I'm still in. My host, when I called in to do the show, I'm still in. I just let you on because I'm still in. But it magically cut the audio feed, right? Bullshit. Well, it's amazing Bullshit. that you were still there, and the rest of us, we, we're all like, hey, are we, why do we get cut off? All of us. So, so, well, that's uh, cause, I mean, that, that throws an intentional wrench into it. These guys need to shut up. Then, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's obvious now. I mean, Christ. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. Is, is. is Dave still on? Dave was on earlier with me and Mike. Then Mike, we lost too. And then, but now I can't hear Dave. Yeah. It, it's 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 just funny. I mean, we're, we're as Dan said before, we're not even that big, but we're telling you the narrative and we're putting information out there, so we, we need to be silenced. I. You know, Dave, were you there? So crazy. So for the people that are calling in and all that, hopefully you weren't all dropped too, but you might have been. If so, we apologize. Um, unfortunately, this is the platform we're using. We're going to work harder to try and come up with something better for you so that this doesn't happen a second time. I'm angry. Dan's angry. I'm sure everyone else is angry. And uh, this is just more uh, fuel to the fire for us to get our asses in gear 
and uh, make a better platform for everyone to be heard. So, again, I apologize. I'm sorry, but we're at the mercy of people that are trying to uh, monitor and censor us. You want to talk about tyrannical bullshit. You want to talk about people's rights being taken away. You want to talk about people's civil liberties being stripped, you know, how our freedoms are being raped and screwed constantly, right, just being taken from us. Step by step, you know, constantly, constantly taken away, and people obediently follow along. And this shit, this shit, oh, what's your example? The little obedient bitch-made conservatives out there. Oh, well, you got to fill the line and put on your mask and do as they say, and it's okay to sacrifice our liberties. Never, never. It is not okay to sacrifice your freedom. It is not okay to sacrifice your voice, to sacrifice your way of life, ever. There is no exception to that, ever. And when you say that it is... You are just as guilty as the ones perpetrating it on to the world. You are now part of the sickness. This is the I, type I of shit. All agree with this is the type of, of shit. Fuck you, blog talk. Fuck yeah, you guys. fuck you, blog, blog talk. talk. You suck. I'm sorry that Dan's paying you money. I'm sorry Dan's paying you a lot of money, but fuck yeah. you. <laughs> We're on your platform. Fuck off. And now you'll be happy to know, too. My profanity, but uh, this is what it is. Over 21,000 people right now listening live. And, uh, yeah, I'm sorry you got to hear you got to hear the rage, but I am disgusted by this because, you know, people used to laugh throughout the years. Oh, Dan, you just don't know what you're doing. Hell, I even said it. Now? No. No. No, 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 no. It's obvious. It's apparent what's been done. What's being done. This type of shit is out of control. So to the people who did call in and may have been dropped, that wasn't intentional. This was done to us. Understand that. And uh, for those who like real-time reactions, well, you're certainly getting it right now. So Dave Wazalewski, are you there? <laughs> All right. So we got Herbie, Elisa, Mike, Melanie, are you there? Melanie was on, and I know Dave was on, but now they're gone. I'm here. Oh, Melanie's here. No, that's me. It's Elisa. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. You're good. So yeah, I don't know. So let's 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 move on to something else because I'm just going to keep getting more and more pissed off and start freaking out even more. So <laughs> let's bring up a subject, Mike. Please. All right. Well, let's let's start with what we were talking about earlier, because I'd like to, you know, we all had our little intros. Um, the first thing I'd like to talk about is the uh, Michigan House basically not, not voting to extend the stay-at-home order that their, their literal tyrannical governor has wanted to enforce on the people without any real evidence that, that the stay-at-home order is any effective or that's even necessary at this point. We've had armed protesters storm the, uh, you know, storm the Capitol building and uh, voicing their opinion, and the Michigan House voted to not do it. And they're trying to garner enough votes to override any veto, which they're sure is going to happen. And as I said before, congratulations to the people, for the uh, the House of Michigan and the people of Michigan for standing up for themselves and realizing that the government is not the solution to every problem. Um, does anyone else have any, anything they want to add about this? Okay, so if not, then we're going to move on. Actually, no, I did. I'm sorry about that. I was on mute. All right. I um I I definitely agree. Like I said, the the stay at home order, it almost feels like they're trying to take like a test run. Like how far can we push them? 
Yeah, you know, I think like the governor has seen how far they can push it. They can push the citizens into being compliant sheep at this point, and I'm glad they're fighting right, back. And, and I think you know. And now, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Michigan, that's a democratic state. I hear you. I'm hearing what you're saying. There you go. Well, I heard something hard time hearing what you were saying for a second there. Oh, no, no, I was saying... Mitch no, not you, heard Herbie, uh, whoever was speaking oh. after you. Oh, my line? Yeah, it, oh, now you're good, yeah. Okay, yeah, I don't know, mine's acting really funny, so... <laughs> I'm not just being silent, my thing's, like, cutting in and out. Okay, it happens, it's happened to me. Yeah, it was yeah, crazy. I never, like, you know, like, a lot of people see that, you know, people talking about this happening... And I know a lot of people have experienced this on certain platforms, but like to see that happen in real time like that, like in the middle of that conversation, it was a little bit. It um, can't be a coincidence. I'm sorry. I mean, especially the way it happened. We we all got dropped practically at the same time. You know. And it's taking too long to get back on it. You know what I mean? Like we're still having issues. Yeah. Now, now for all those people, Melanie's still on. She can't talk. No idea why. I would be curious, you know? Honestly, Dan, I would be curious to see, though, if anyone else on Blog Talk had any kind of issues tonight like we have and, and take it from right. there. Because if nobody else Good had question. any issues. Have we lost all the, call, the people that were calling in that were on later? Yeah, I, I'm I can't to tell. See, like, Seems like it. I'm curious Those about that. Those that are still waiting, um, we apologize again. We're having some severe issues. We're, we're not trying to ignore you. So uh, please stand by, and hopefully we can connect with you again. And we, I'm, we I'm happy. you guys calling in, though. I'm happy you got to see it in real time, Elisa. I'm happy that the others got to see because, quite honestly, me and Mike have dealt with this for years on years upon years, but it's gotten worse than ever. And oh, this well, is we were liars back then. We told, told told people this was happening, and nobody believed us. on there? It happened. I got I got the dan and I went silent. That, that's what I got. And it said I was disconnected. It said disconnected, but I'm still on. I'm still on as host. But I can't hear through my headphones, and I can't use my mic plugged into my computer. So I have to, I have to call the listener line and let myself in, which is proof positive that it is deliberate and intentional. Yeah, and, I couldn't call you know back what? I'm in sorry. on the host line either, so uh, something is definitely up with that. And I'm sorry to everybody's listening, and I love the fact that you are, and I'm happy in a way that you got to bear witness to seeing this happen in real time, because this is what it is. This is what it looks like. This is what censorship looks like in real time. Live action censorship done deliberately. Dave, are you back on? We're going to keep fighting back against this. So uh, please don't give up on us, because we're going to... And they push us, we're going to push, push back much harder. I mean, this is... like. Hey, like guys, too. The other we thing, I think people. I think that other. Go ahead, can you hear me? All right. Yeah, you're good. I think too, like other people, like people listening in that might not have listened before or known that this happened before. You know, they probably think something like this happens and thinks like, oh, it, it's a coincidence. Just maybe the network dropped, and they don't understand that. That's how it's done. It's done. It's like a passive aggressive thing. You know what I mean? Like it. It's done to look as something that could have easily been, it's really not provable. You know what I mean? Like, and that's where they keep it. That's how they censor it. 
because yep. you can't prove that they intentionally dropped it, but they have control to drop it. Exactly. So, you know, it, it might sound like a small thing, and, and it can be small just cutting into our show, but imagine if they start dropping other higher news stations, you know what I mean? Like, then they're controlling 100% of the information. Of course. And, and this is supposed to be how it works. This is supposed to be an independent media format. We started on Blog Talk Radio in 2009 after being on terrestrial radio in multiple states when a producer tried to tell us what we can say and not say during commercial break. And I came back live on air, and I told – I outed what he said. I told him to go fuck himself, and we ended the show, and I said no more. And then I decided to go online, and we brought it online. And in the beginning, it's amazing that our reach was bigger. We had, we had a toll-free number, bigger reach. We had tons of live callers. And then all of a sudden, the technical difficulties started in 2010, 2011, 2012. So when people say the censorship shit is somehow a new thing, it's not new. I was banned from Facebook back in 2008 and 2010 when promoting the Arizona rally. This has all been in, it, it's been done. It's been done to death. It's just more blatant now, where they will literally come in midstream and cut your ass off. This is how it is. This is what it looks like. This is what being blacklisted feels like. I hope people are pissed off. I hope people feel what I feel right now because I paid for the privilege of being fucked over like this. And I'm sorry I'm cursing. But literally, this is what they do, and this is what they'll do to you. This is how they silence you. If you are bold enough or brave enough to stand out in the street or do a format like this, you will be target number one. Post something on social media, you're target number two. Or just listen to a format like this, they'll find another way to shut you up, control you, and screw you over. It's inevitable. It will happen, and this is the proof of it. This is how it feels. This is what I'm, it I'm really like. hoping our listeners can still hear us right now because, I mean, I know you said we they had to 15,000, but uh, – No, over 21,000. Well, hey, thank you, twenty one thousand. If if you're listening, thank you for listening. Yeah, no, we're if you can't we're, hear us, we're, we're, uh, we're still we're broadcasting. Still live. We're, we're, I mean, hopefully, well, we we'll try to show, silence us somewhat. Blogs um, is still still maybe allowing us to broadcast what we're saying. I don't know at this point. No, we're on. They're, they're sure it's all making it difficult. Uh huh. Sure. Are. So who's Who's all on the line right now? I'm curious. I'm, I'm here, here, but I think you still can't hear me, right? I can hear, you. Can hear you. Melanie. Yeah, okay. All right, good. Let's do a roll call. Herbie, you All there? right. <laughs> here. Uh, Dan, Dave, are you here? You know I'm here. Wazalu, are you here, there? Dan. Carrie, are you here? I'm, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I was, here, talking, to I Dave. I was talking to Dave on, on Facebook. He's, he said he's here, but I, I don't hear him. I'm here. Okay. Okay, so we we got most of us back, but uh, still, there's no reason for this to happen, especially on an established platform that prides itself on being able to do these sorts of things that we were suddenly cut off on. And it's it's they have built, they have like, to be not purpose be done on purpose at like, this point. I, I've got someone telling me they're having a hard one. time. Sorry. I got someone telling me they're having a hard time getting it to play now. Yeah. 
Yeah. That, that, that's happened before. Uh, we had a show. Well, Dan had a show last week with Carrie about uh, the, the first one you did where I couldn't even listen to it. I had to go through, like, certain gymnastics to be able to hear the show. Yeah. And then last night they did the same thing to me. And uh, Carrie was on live, and they wouldn't let me in. But I was I had to let myself in once I was finally able to call. So, yeah, same BS. Same BS. So, Dan. Again, we apologize to everyone who's listening, and uh, we, we hope in the very near future to make this a very more accessible platform for you to listen to and call in on and hear what we're saying. So, guys, let's talk about Mr. Flynn. Well, Dave is there. Yes, Dave is here. So well, I, I know two like you I want really... to talk about them, so go ahead. I, I'm actually curious because I don't know much about this, so please enlighten me. What, what's going on? Dan, what is going on with Mr. Flynn? General Flynn was screwed over and targeted by the deep state because at one point he was a registered Democrat. He questioned Obama and actually resigned, I believe, during his administration because he said that we were basically weaponizing ISIS and he didn't want to be privy to arming terrorists and then using them as a proxy. So he was gone from the Obama administration he then joined the Trump campaign. He spoke out at the convention in support of Trump and then joined Trump as his national security advisor. And within a matter of, what, two to three weeks, they started coming after him with the Russia thing and all that bullshit. And from that point, he was forced to resign from the cabinet, from the, from the administration, excuse me. And then he was targeted. His family was targeted. His wife was targeted. And he was basically forced into a coerced confession of pleading guilty to even what now revealed FBI documents and text say he did nothing wrong and he wasn't guilty because they threatened his family. They threatened his very his way to, to live. They froze his bank accounts. They took his house. He was demonized and berated over nothing. And now it's all coming out because of the Durham investigation, which I'm actually impressed by. This son of a bitch is actually doing things the right way and getting things done, apparently, and paneling grand juries and exposing these things. And now it's all being drawn out. Even the liberal media, the conservative media, and everything in between is pointing out how the FBI and the CIA, the Brennans, the Clappers, the Comeys, they're all being outed and new texts are being revealed thanks to freedom of information requests. And lawsuits, it's all coming out. And General Flynn, by the end of this week, we already know that he is, but specifically by the end of this week, will be fully exonerated. When even the liberal media is asking the president, once he's exonerated, will you allow him back in the administration? And Trump said what happened to him was a travesty, and he's not the only one. He looks forward to the truth being exposed, and it is. So it's being clouded by the COVID coverage and the fear porn because they don't want their evils exposed to the world. But this is what's happening with General Flynn. That man is a literal, legitimate patriot who dedicated his life to this country and was absolutely destroyed, destroyed for doing nothing wrong, nothing. So his freedom is imminent. Yeah, I know Dave. Trump said he would definitely so, um, so, consider bringing so him back. So tell me why Kavanaugh. Yes. So tell me why Kavanaugh had to go through much more bullshit, although Flynn did. Mm-hmm. Why is different? Why is the Tara Reid situation? Yes. 
Well, it's simple. I mean, let's face it. It's the same thing that plays into what we're talking about now with COVID. You know, the left claims to care so much about mental health, but they don't care about the mental health of the hundreds of millions of Americans or the health and safety of the senior citizens, you know, in order to protect the few to keep everybody on house arrest. They're hypocrites. So when a sexual allegation or a sexual assault allegation is made against one of their own, they protect them. They protect a friggin' rapist like Clinton, for Christ's sake. They protect anybody who's scum. But they'll, make, they'll project their lies and project their evils onto the others. That's the truth. And just to interject here, Herbie has to leave us because he has to go be a father. So thanks for putting up with all the bullshit, Herbie, and we'll, we'll talk. And sorry yes, you had sir. to endure this. Appreciate it, man. So, it's always, it's always a pleasure. Thank you, Herbie. Have a good night. Man. You too, guys. See you, Herb. So they project their own evils onto others. That's what they do. And the media is nothing more than their cloak, than their shield. So me too, me too, me too, except if it's against a Democrat. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. That's not allowed to count. That can't count. You got to protect right. all of them, right? Elisa, are you are you there? Is Elisa there? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. But you guys can still hear me, right? Yeah. I can. I can hear you. Okay, Elise is having you have money well spent on this uh, this whole program and uh, where you're spending it right now. I'm sorry, Mike. What was that? I said, can I say that you you have money well spent on this whole platform that most of us can't even call into or anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. it's it's. Yeah, I know. The Look, whole thing it, is disgusting. It, it, it Elisa is got. So, yeah. so can anybody call in? Do do we have any people on IQ at this point? There's people in queue, and I'm trying to put them on. I know well, Priscilla. I, she may well, I be on the line. I'm trying to get her on. Why don't we hit the, uh, the station uh, stuff that we have to do, and then we'll try and take some call-ins if we can. Yeah, so everybody listening, and we're still very high up. The numbers are highest ever, over 20,000. Thank you for that. Thank you for putting up with us. We're going to go to a short three-minute break here, and I'm going to try to get the callers that we have back on the line. So in the meantime, this is one of the most independently censored radio shows, Voice of the People USA Radio, live every Thursday, for the time being on blogtalkradio.com slash BOPUSA, God willing, very soon, a different platform. And we can be found so you could hear the audio proof, because they don't edit it. You could hear the audio proof of what it's like to be cut off in real time. Find us on Spotify, on iTunes, on Google Podcasts, and every other platform that podcasts are found. Give us a like on Facebook at the Voice of the People USA Radio fan page. Share it. Priscilla says she is on the call. All right. I'm going to try getting you back on after this break. For everybody tuning in, thank you. Thank you for putting up with this and <laughs> dealing with the mess that is. And we will be back in three minutes. So bear with me here.
is Voice. Oh, I'll rage. USA I'll rage. I'll rage for hours and hours and hours. You can't do it. Hmm. You'd be surprised. Welcome back. (laughs) Don't make me laugh while I'm angry. Welcome back to Voice of the People USA Radio live on Shit Talk Radio. We we are here in some capacity. You know, it's funny. You know, we're getting nailed with storms right now, but my internet is fine. The power is fine. The signal is fine. Everything's fine. And I'm still locked in under my host account, you know. Still can't use it. Can't hear anything on the headphones. Can't use the microphone. Nope. But I'm still there. I'm still logged in. Elisa, did you I, – well, I guess I would know if Elisa tried calling back because I would have to let her on. <laughs> so everybody out there, thank you, thank you, thank you again for sticking with us through the nightmare scenario that has been this show today. We have not had technical difficulties on the Thursday show for a very long time. And all of a sudden now, in this day and age, you know, this is what happens, well, right? Once people start really listening in, that's when you get cut off. Odd. Mm-hmm. Totally and completely deliberate. And, again, Elisa, I'm trying to look for you. If you do try calling back in, I'm scouring. So I'm going to go see if I can add a caller. Melanie, are you still there, or did you have to I'm jump here. off? I'm here. All right, okay, Melanie's there. Melanie, Dave, Mike here waiting see if we can get Elisa back on. I am going to try going to Priscilla and see if I can get you on the line here. That's sort of be interesting. 480, can you hear me? Yes, can you hear me? Oh, I got Hello. you, finally. Thanks I got you. For... Okay, I can hear you. Oh, perfect. Okay, great. So, Priscilla, I, I got to ask you, since you got to bear witness to this in, in real time, please, please, please offer your thoughts about what's being done, because I'd love to hear it. Oh, great. Thank you so much for the opportunity. So, the way I look at all this is happening right now, this is a grand New World Order scheme. Um, they create a problem, then they plan for the reactions, and then they present a solution. So they change our culture and fundamentally use these three things. And, and the solution generally includes more government control of our lives. So that's what's happening with coronavirus. So all the attention, all the fear-mongering that they are using, this is a fear-mongering strategy. You know, it's with the purpose of government control. And unfortunately, the leftists took over our um, educational institutions, universities. They took over the media and the technology companies. I spent a number of years working for Microsoft. I know how technology companies work. And the the vast majority of them, if not all of them, are leftists. Um, and unfortunately, they have the monopoly of a lot of the tools that we need to use. So we are vulnerable to these interruptions, to these, um, you know, manipulation techniques they have to censor our voices, the conservative voices. If you look at all the technology companies that we have right now operating in our Western world, they're for the most part, if not all, 
Democrat uh, supporters of the Democratic Party. They're all, you know, helping you spread, you know, the the lack of values that the, the leftists try to spread. They associate with movements that are not necessarily relevant at all, um, you know, and they try to censor our voices. That's what they're doing. They do not, like Facebook, for example, they, they do not prevent a lot of fake accounts from being created. You can report those fake accounts. You can do whatever you want, but they do censor the conservatives. They do present those fact checks, which are completely fake, and, and to try to manipulate people into thinking that what they're spreading and what they're informing other people are those are fake facts when in reality they are actually real. So what happened today with the technical difficulties is exactly it is what they're doing. They're trying to manipulate us. They're trying to uh, make sure that we don't have a voice, that we are not being heard. And they're using fear-mongering strategies to cut our freedom. And many people are giving up. They are, because of fear, they're just not realizing that they're actually losing their freedom, that their right to say things, their right to do things. And they're just like really giving up like that. Well, I, like, I think when you use the word really fear, what you really mean to use the word panic. And uh, when people yeah. panic, they cannot make rational decisions. This is something I've actually talked about they quite can't. a few times. And mm-hmm. uh, as long as people are panicked and they're they're not encouraged to think, then this right. is, basically this is going to be the, the, rack, the uh, end result of it. And uh, right. people don't understand what's going to happen in the long run as long as we're just to panic reactions. That's true. You know, there is a Marxist um, technique. It's actually called haptic dialectic. Um, it's, yep. it's kind of like a robust method in which they can um, examine personal, social, and economic behaviors. So they use, uh, like, those three things that I mentioned before. They create a problem. They manipulate the reaction through media, through education, you name it. They use institutions. Like they use the department. They, they, I infiltrated in things like the Department of Justice, of Justice like now with the, with the Flynn case, right? Um, they, and then they create a solution. Oh, hello, Bill Gates had a patent for this, you know, coronavirus that was created a long time ago, and here's the solution. When, when Fauci said a long time ago that a vaccine um, needed way more time to be validated, uh, and now they have it all ready to go, um, you know, in, in less than, than a year. Um, so this is what is happening. In a nutshell, this is all being, we're all part of, like, this big, uh, we're part of a matrix, and we are being manipulated by the new world order. And I don't know if, if coronavirus now is, um, it is, their final strategy, but it's definitely a drill or a simulation to get all nations rehearsed for the new world order. So they use the coronavirus as a way to rehearse all of us and put us all in this, in a, you know, in a kind of a mass, um, in a situation in which all the nations are behaving 
simultaneously, equally, in the same way, with the same panic level, so they can yep. um, get an appropriate, you know, rehearsal for this, um, for when they're ready to institute a global government. They've, so, gotten, um, they've gotten global compliance using, right. using something when, when terrorism didn't work, when mass shootings didn't work, when all these things didn't mm-hmm. work. They, they went back to a, an old tried-and-true methodology of using right. a disease, a virus, but with full control over the media and full censorship yeah. in place, boom. Right. And they were Create the invisible yeah. enemy that you can do nothing about. The, the, mm-hmm. Yes, the only thing you can do is rely on what you're being told and pray that you're being, you're being given accurate information. And that, that's how right. that operates. It's, you don't get compliance when you have disgusting. people confused and scared. Yes. Dave, are you still there? Man, I think this thing is dropping people like left and right on this. It's it's, it's kind of Melanie. Scary. I'm here. Melanie, you there? I'm okay. here. Okay, Melanie, jump in to to what Priscilla is talking about because she she outlined the basically the grand scheme of it all. And again, she got to be on hold during you know our our little drop off and blackout that happened here. So I'd like to get your feedback here as well. Please feel free to jump in. Well, I agree with what she's saying. Um, I do think there's a bigger picture with what's going on here. Um, I I lean more towards, I believe the virus is real, but it's, uh, it's, they've definitely taken an opportunity to fear in all of us to where we're going to want to go along with, with their new world order because it's, you know, for our safety. I mean, I think, I do think that, it was really planned out, you know, in that way, unfortunately. Um, it's it's so hard because there's so many different theories and there are theories that, you know, you wouldn't want to think that there was that kind of evil in the world. Um, it's almost like you just, you know, you don't know which one to pick. I mean, as a, one part of me thinks that this was completely all planned out, you know, uh, and released. I mean, I do believe, obviously, I don't believe the that story but uh and then the other part of me thinks well maybe this is you know it actually happened and then they're just taking advantage of the situation in order to kind of you know get control over uh even just what's going on here in america with uh the election and and all of that so it's it's like you could almost make a case for all of it because there's just so much evil with all of the politicians and and the leaders of the world you know, I, I just I, – I believe there's a, there's a disease, of course. I also believe mm-hmm. the disease is 99.9% bullshit and always has been because it's been – it was literally drafted, you know, designed in a lab, done intentionally. And, yes. you know, again, the, the media narrative behind what we're supposed to believe is they created this disease for the sole purpose of creating a vaccine. That that's what they want us to believe. So they created a pandemic level disease, right? Just so they can create a vaccine to cure said thing, and it got leaked out. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. Well, for, but for now, it supposedly was supposed to be a va- part of a vaccine against HIV, which I find amazing. No, they, but but the story yeah, says they cut that uh, you know it started the seafood market in Wuhan, and now that's being questioned. Even Newsweek questioned that that official that narrative. Of course, China like no, 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 no. We didn't leak it. We didn't, you know, our our Wuhan lab is perfectly safe. 
And uh, it's just funny how many times you try and uh, dot their eyes, dot their eyes and cross their t's with uh, what they're saying because they obviously the first thing they give you is all these a piece of bullshit. But well, you know yeah. what they've been doing? They've been yeah. prepping us for this mandatory vaccine for right. a couple of years now. That, I mean, longer right than that, the corner, but the last yeah. couple of years. You know, they came in right. with the measles. They came in with, um, you know, especially here in California, they took away the exemptions for medical and religious reasons. For Isn't it ironic how the whole anti-vaccine, the whole, the whole vaccine, pro-vaccine movement has been getting really, really strong in the last, like, two years. Yeah. Uh, anyone right. who questions vaccines are idiots. But suddenly Absolutely. we need to have vaccines. Boom, coronavirus. Well, and this, right. this has been my take on it is, I, before the coronavirus, this is how I felt. You know, according to the pro-vaccine movement, all of us adults would be considered majorly undervaxed. Okay, so they always focus on the, you know, your your baby. That's this huge threat to all of us because you know they don't have their shots when they're first born. They're two months old. They treat you like. Um, your your child is this huge threat to everybody else because they don't have, and there's extreme amount of shots that they, you get as a child now. But all of us adults don't have those same vaccines that they're screaming about for the children. And I felt like there was, and I didn't anticipate it in this way, but I thought, well, this eventually this is all going to come up with the adults and they're going to want to find a way for the mandatory vaccinations and get all the adults caught up as well. And it will be forced by, you won't be able to get your driver's license. You won't be able to, you know, get financed for a car. You won't be able to get any of these things until you can prove that you have your, your, your it's basically social, your it's social credit at that point. Yep. And, uh, yeah. What amazes me yeah. is that the, the older generations, they seem to be way more healthy than the younger ones. I mean, yes. you, you see successive waves of uh, generations of children getting sicker and sicker. But uh, we're we're supposed to believe they're they're being treated. They're, they're, modern medicine makes them healthier and healthier, and the exact opposite happens. And people don't catch on to this. Yeah, that's right. That's one hundred percent correct. Actually, we just need to look at the CDC, the World Health Organization, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the Harvard professor that was involved in. Uh, they had connections with the Wuhan lab, which, by the way, received like a massive amount of money from the Obama administration, right? So this is all, they were planning this thing. This this was all planned, and I think my assumption here is that they wanted this virus to be more lethal than it ended up being. So now they need to manipulate the the media into, you know, and, and get the doctors and hospitals paid to say that all, a certain number of dead people died of uh, COVID when they actually died of other underlying health conditions. Yes. So well, I, I, I think Dan and many of us have uh, noticed that, uh, you know, like heart yeah. attack victims, um, cancer victims, they've all gone down, but COVID right. increased exponentially. But uh, all of a sudden, every other disease that, uh, you know, normally kill people, suddenly stopped existing in the wake of COVID. And uh, it's amazing how many people the magic ignore the, fact, disease. the way that, that that happened. COVID is cured of cancer and heart disease. Yeah, all other diseases magically disappeared. Yeah, the end-all-be-all yeah. cure. 
the cure for the world is COVID-19, right? That's basically again, what it comes down to. Exactly. And, they, they, again, they, they use this three things. They create a problem, they manipulate the reaction, and they present a solution. Yes, exactly. They do this exactly. three things over wow. and over and over. That's what they do. Spot on. And that's what they're doing right now. That's that's exactly that's yes 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 mm-hmm. yes that's what we've been saying and that's what we've been screaming and it's like that's that sums it up perfectly and mm-hmm. Dave you're back on yes I'm back on okay I I wasn't I wasn't sure because uh, you know things got messed up I I want to I want to say this to everybody out there listening as we still have a lot of listeners and I want to first off. I think we have another caller. I'm going to try to get to you and see if that works shortly here. A lot of things got interfered with tonight because of unforeseen, um, you know, censorship. So I apologize to people who had the call dropped on them and the issues that we're having taking in callers and everything else going on. But I assure you this, I assure you that we're going to keep going and we're going to keep doing what we do. And we're going to keep speaking out. And if it involve, if it takes us going to a different platform, that's exactly what we're going to do. So I want to let everybody know that this show will return next week, and I will update people as to where that may be. If it's not at Blog Talk Radio, you'll still find it everywhere else, of course. But we will be back, and you can follow us for real-time updates at the Voice of People USA Radio fan page on Facebook, at VOP USA Radio on Twitter, and bear with us, because I promise you, we, we will have a response to this, and Priscilla, I don't want to let you go, because I feel horrible, because you got friggin' put on this mute hold okay. from hell for about 30 minutes, and uh, you, you were supposed to be on a long time ago, along with Two other people have just magically freaking vanished. You still can't even get Elisa back. I don't know what the hell happened. So, That's okay. Priscilla, I can't thank you enough for calling in. And like I said, I want, I definitely, definitely want to have you do an extended show with us, whether that be co-host, whether that be guest. I want to do that soon. And, again, it just That's may not awesome. be on Block Talk Radio. We'll, we'll just keep okay, going on different platforms you. until they censor us from everywhere and, and until we build our own. So, <laughs> so Priscilla thank you so much and we will talk again very soon okay alright thank you guys thank Bye. you thank you take care caller 570 area code I'm going to attempt to put you on the line I don't know what oh no here we go uh, five, that 570 okay. stuff Elisa, are you are, are are you? I don't think she's think, trying to call in. I can't. I think she's on because I see her on our chat group and she's still talk, typing on there. So I don't know. Five seven zero area code. You're on live. Can you hear me? State your name. Yes, who you are? <laughs> I can. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I hear you. You hear me? Okay. This is Sue Jezewell. Hi, Sue. Sue Ferry. Hello. How are you, hon? Good. You got you got in. <laughs> I got in. I got in. I didn't go to Christina's. Wow. I'm home because of the storms. I'm home. But I have one big question for you. 
Sure. I love you dearly, but I need to know who paid who to make this virus come to America. That was paid China. for, funded by not only China in, co- in coordination with the National Institute of Health, with the Obama administration, two conservative Koch brother groups that also helped fund it. The CDC was a part of the research and experiments done from 2012 to 2016 to extract the uh, genoid or geno, well, I forgot what it's called, from the bat. To cr- that's where the whole bat thing came from. And it was done by a female scientist from the Wuhan Research Bioweapon Facility. It was funded by America, the UN, the World Health Organization, the CDC, the Obama administration, leftist groups, right-wing groups, all came together to actually fund this, to create this pandemic, done intentionally. That's why when people talk about the disease or doctors, they get censored very very quickly because yeah. the, the, the virus is literally spliced with the HIV um, driver intertwined into it so that way it could affect people in a more deadly fashion. This was nothing more than a spliced, created, deliberate thing done to accomplish exactly what it's doing now. Yeah. Control. Well, there's Control. one thing yeah. that um, Dan, Dan brings up an interesting point about the, all the doctors and all that. And most of these doctors are funded by government government sources. And when a doctor, if a doctor tries to go into, go against the government narrative, their funding is cut off. Right? Yeah. So ask yourself, do I want to be unemployed or do I want to be paid for saying something that I don't actually believe? Most people are going to choose to be, say something that they don't want to say so they get a paycheck. I, I, I wouldn't want my family to uh, starve. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to miss my bills. And uh, a lot of people seem to ignore this fact. Scientists, doctors, they all rely on this government money. And yeah. uh, when the media constantly per- says, oh, this doctor says this, this doctor says this, more than likely they're ca- receiving government cash in so one form or another. It's just, it's yeah. sad because, you know, they shut everything down and then you're hearing all this stuff from two doctors in California that this whole shutdown was unnecessary, but it's like yep. the, the, the old saying, damned if you do, damned if you don't. But, you know, I don't, I don't know. Agreed. I, I, I keep saying still, somebody paid somebody in there to release. Somebody from America paid somebody in China to release this into America because of, of the way they said... It, you know, it was in Wuhan, and then they were sending people to America and all over the place, but uh, other prominent uh, cities in China never got the virus. So something's well, not right it's there. One of those things where you say the, uh, the people who paid them, the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, yep. All, yep. all those people, I mean, they're, they're, they have a vested interest in uh, making sure that people remain ignorant and uh, they have control. I mean, yeah. they always say that they've never had control, but they, believe me, the big, fam- the rich families control our governments, control governments of many nations. Yeah. I mean, I know it's going to sound a little bit like conspiracy, crazy, nut, whatever you want to call it, but uh, it is an actual thing. Remember, remember, it was the CIA that directed the media in the 50s to label people who question a narrative to stumble upon truth to label them as conspiracy theorists. So yep. when you're called a conspiracy theorist, you're actually, you're actually being honest and you're telling the truth and you're over the target. So they have to label you that to shut you down. It's like when they call you racist because they have no other argument. They try to belittle you and demean you and shut you down. So yep. it's a tactic. Yep. 
it, yep. it's, it's deliberate and it's disgusting. How many more doctors, how many more polls, how many more charts, how many more, you know, nobody talks about Sweden, herd immunity, herd immunity, surrounded by countries all in lockdown with all this death, but Sweden said no, and everybody's fine in Sweden. Imagine yeah, well, that, but well, we can't talk about who, that. Who controls the uh, current bottle of medicine in the United States? Oh, of course, it's China. Okay. Who who controls the supply chain? Who controls our it's, debt? Who well, controls? No, who, who actually <laughs> created it in, in the early 1900s? The Rockefellers. Oh yeah, of course. Hell, even before that, you know. I, th- I think it was uh, 1910 again, that they started. Uh, ni- 19. Yes. Th- that's that's when it all got put into place, which led to the first depression. You know, there there's so many different things in place. That's why Eisenhower spoke about the actual words, the technological military industrial complex, and that was in the 50s, for Christ's sake. What did he know? What did JFK know that got him killed, that got his brother killed? What did Martin Luther King Jr. know that got him killed? Malcolm X, what got him killed? They don't want people that are on point that can influence people to live. They need you gone. It's harder to do that now, so they try bioweapons, they try censorship, whatever it may be. Censorship is the new kill shot. That's it. That's their new way of trying to silence people who question the narrative that's being force-fed upon them. So mm-hmm. it's it's in, it's intentional, it's deliberate, and it's disgusting. And I'll tell you what else is disgusting. And and Sue, thank you so much. I wish we had more time. I'm so sorry. This, that's okay. It's this okay. happened the way that it did. Go ahead, go ahead. But Sue, you know better than anybody because of what your daughter does for a living. And it's people like her that risk their lives in the paramedic world, the EMT world that are face to face with this bullshit frontline. They get paid shit, treated like shit, abused and demonized and always criticized for everything. But meanwhile, we have, we have these doctors and surgeons and nurses and hospitals sending out their little dance videos celebrating, and we see all these things online about sending them money and donate to doctors, donate to nurses. Why don't we freaking donate to the EMTs, the first responders who get paid shit that yeah. have to deal with this, that have to live this every single day? And, get, and I'm not saying that just, just for your benefit, Sue. I've said this consistently for years. They yep. don't care about anybody on the public service level. They want blind obedience. Keep your mouth shut. That's it. That's all that matters. So we yeah, have to do as I say, not as I do. Of course, right? of course. You know, they got a ten thousand dollar bonus for using ventilators. Remember when everybody was talking about ventilators? So forty mm-hmm. to forty-five thousand per diagnosis, and an extra ten thousand if you use the ventilator. Hospitals are making bank like big pharma because big pharma is the pimp. They are the whores, and they get rich off of the disease. They get rich off of the cure, and they get rich off of the fear. And people don't call it out enough. Or they see yeah. it and they're angry about it, but they say nothing. It's the truth. It's the truth. And I people know. have to suffer because of it. Yep. I know. So Absolutely. with that, Sue, so you have any, any last words? No. Thank you. And I, I love you, and I miss you, and I want you to call in again when I'll this try. shit isn't happening. And <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and uh, God bless America, and I'm voting for Trump. There you go. (laughs) Okay. God bless you, Sue. We'll talk to you soon. Love you, too. Say hi to Mom. Will do. Take care. Love you. Take care. Love you, too. Bye-bye, hon. Bye. 
Now that's that's somebody who's always been like a second mom to me my entire life. So I don't care. I unstacked the deck. This is good people calling in. So there. When they can call in. I mean, God. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. You know, I, I still don't know what happened to Elisa. I, I, I hear the phone vibrating. I don't know if she's in the chat room or in our messenger thing talking or not. I don't know. Because, you know, I have to hold the phone up to my ear because I can't use my – and I can't use my headphone or my microphone for anything. still works fine. The computer says it works fine, but I can't hear nothing. 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 They, they fired a nice little kill shot to me, huh? Yeah, so, how it happens. You know, and, and, and again, 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 I, 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 got, I got to say this. I have to say this. You know, never once have we said the virus wasn't real. It is real. It's as real as the other hundreds, possibly thousands of coronaviruses. But, my God, people Still over 20,000 people listening live. You see right there, Blog Talk Radio, right there. That shows you in spite of what you do, in spite of how you censor, people still desire a different opinion, a different viewpoint. They desire dissent. They desire an opportunity to speak out against the tyrannical bullshit or at least take part in a conversation or listen at home because they're tired of hearing the same old bullshit talking points. Let's face it, Fox News friggin' stuck. Scumbag rhino bitch boy Paul Ryan is part of their board of directors. He's a piece of shit. Fox News is a piece of shit. Always has been. Always will be. They suck. They suck. CNN, ABC, CBS, they suck. They're, they're shit. They propagate propaganda. That's all they do. That's all they do. They're one in the same. A One American News Network, I love them, but most people don't know enough about them. Because they actually do in-depth investigations and talk about real issues and tackle things that gets them in trouble. And they're not allowed to expand on the level of the other networks because they actually present both sides. Go figure. But when you present dissenting opinion, dissenting thought, and a difference of opinion, and you're not on a level where you have millions at least to keep you on the air for the time being, it'll silence you. They will silence you because how dare people be so radical to speak out against the shit they're saying, they're selling to us. Just in Pennsylvania, just in Pennsylvania, they took an extra 200 people, I think another 100 people today off. Oh, they're no longer dead from COVID. Oh, that's cool. They manipulate the numbers. They manipulate the stories. They change your stories. They project onto the president whether you love the man or hate the man. They project onto him the very thing that they are doing. The man was inconsistent once because in the beginning he said it'll pass. It's not a big deal while still doing the steps he needed to do to try to keep us safe. That was the only thing he said different. He was on point. Then he knew between a rock and a hard place, Dan, if you do, Dan, if you don't. He's surrounded by the evil. All their misspeak and all their dualities onto him because it's what they're doing. They are now to the point where they are literally censoring the AP in the USA Today and shit. Even the New York Times put out two truthful stories exposing the narrative as bullshit. Newsweek did it. There's a break in the power structure, but unfortunately, unfortunately, it's not going to break it. 
Because the ones that are invested in our death and our fear and our destruction have too much power and too much control. That's what we are talking about, the supply, the food supply, the food supply. China owns it. China can break it. Movies, media with all their hashtag celebrity bullshit selling propaganda. China owns it. China controls it. China creates it. China propagates it. The trade deal, you know, magically after China's economy was decimated, decimated, rightfully so, by tariffs because Republicans and Democrats before this president allowed it to happen, allowed it to happen consistently and continuously, continuously. and Trump at least tariffed their ass. And then what happens? Their, their economy breaks. Whoop, we got to do what we got to do. Why did the trade deal have a pandemic clause in the verbiage? Before this became an international thing, why? Deliberate, it's intentional. It always has been, it always will be. Unfortunately, too many people have rolled over to what's going on. Too many people have sold their souls. Too many people do not know history. You know, one of the things I shared on Facebook was a simple little thing, and I'm going to quote it wrong. I'm not going to say it in German, but it was the German phrase, it's for your safety. That's all we hear now, and that's all they heard in the 30s as they were rounding up Jews and putting them in concentration camps, get on the train, having their neighbors and other people in their own family rat and other people to sell them out to the SS, the Gestapo. It was done then, and it's happening now. The UN, the World Health Organization, and the European Union, the three engines that are supposed to run and facilitate and operate the world economy, the one world government, were literally in the manifesto of Adolf Hitler. Adolf Hitler, who came to power because he was funded by bigger power brokers. And again, I go to this consistently, Thomas Watson. The founder of IBM was one of the main funders, along with the Rockefellers, along with the Rothschilds, one of the main funders of Nazism. And then when shit didn't really break their way, China, who was our ally in World War II and got their asses kicked by little Japan, don't worry. The CIA came in there and said, hey, we have somebody for you, a good guy named Mao Zedong, right? He loves you. He's going to treat the Chinese people right slaughtered over a hundred million of their own people, brought in communism, and has manipulated an entire populace of people. And do you think the people of China really buy into the bullshit? Not on the level that they make you think that they do. But they now control everything. They control the debt, they control the healthcare, they control the power structure. So this is what a break from them looks like, but it's going to come in the hardest, like I said last night with Carrie on our show. It's the hardest thing ever because this is a new world war on a whole different level. I still believe whether you love the man or hate the man, look at Kim Jong-un. When North Korea wasn't being compliant, doing the deeds of China and causing destabilization, being relatively quiet, meeting with Trump, peace, up, fat little man, right? Yeah, but whatever, a stent, now he's brain dead or whatever the fuck he is, right? But don't worry, Chinese doctors are there to help him. People, it sounds crazy, but what sounds crazy is usually the truth. And when you speak the truth, they will silence you no matter what. It's up. Do you, do you really think this country was built upon people 
scared, people fearful of what unknown. They were scared shitless, I'm sure, but they fought. They fought through it. They stood up against it. What are we doing? What have we become? What have we allowed ourselves to become? It's disgusting. It's disgusting how weakness has taken over pride and patriotism. Obedience has taken away the spirit of liberty. And it will be gone forever if you allow it. If you allow it. And too many people make excuses for it. For why this is happening and why it's okay to happen. It's not okay. It's never going to be okay. They will kill anyone at the drop of a dime. But people wake up. Wake up to the reality that's right in front of you. It's not as bad as they say it is. It was not what it was supposed to be. They wanted more. And sadly, now they know they can not only shut off the economic engine of the United States of America, but they could shut down and shut off the West. And they could cripple damn near the entire world. How vulnerable are we? And wouldn't this be the time that they attack? Wouldn't this be the time they drop a real bioweapon that's full strength, an invasion, a terrorist attack, whatever it may be? Do you think that these people aren't thinking that? They aren't seeing what's being done, what's been done, what we've become? Rolling over and dying is not the American way. Being cooped up in your house on house arrest is a way to weaken you, to kill your immune system, to kill your herd immunity, and to lessen you and weaken you and break you down so you're more susceptible and more vulnerable to what's coming. And it will happen. Different type of fear porn, the most dangerous type, because what we're saying is actually true because it's happening right in front of you. The more you speak out and the more you do to let them know that you're on to them, you might get that little shred of that little shred of fear and will stop them for a little bit longer. But they're never gonna fully stop. They're never gonna fully stop. And as long as they see blind obedience and willing willful slavery, all of you listening. We are giving them the magic bullet to kill us all. Wake up and understand what's being done to us, what's being done to you, what's being done to your family. (sighs) Mike, are you still there? I'm still here. Is anybody else still with us? (laughs) I think... (laughs) I think it's just me and you. Uh, you kind of went on out there, so you might have tuned out a couple of uh, the co-hosts. Sorry. It's all right. It I, Dave dropped off. Dave dropped off a while ago. Melanie had to go. Now I see that. So 
You can't blame me solely for that one. Thank you. All right. So kindly bite me. All right. Well, I'll, I'll chime in here with what you said about this. And it's something I said beforehand. Um, you know, you always talk about how Trump is the person fighting against all this stuff. And my viewpoint is that Trump is the person who's saying, oh, I'm opposed to this while allowing it all to happen. I mean, everything that's happened has happened under the Trump presidency. We can say that Trump is like, oh, he speaks out against it, but it happens. The long-term ramifications of what's happening are the things that we're all be paying for for years. Increased taxes, especially for this COVID response. We can say that Trump allowed the governors to respond to this, but uh, we all knew what the, the eventual thing was going to be. We're all going to have to pay the tax man more taxes. We're all going to have to lose more of our uh, earned income for this. We talked about this earlier. Um, um, Newsweek uh, re- released an article regarding all of this in saying that uh, new federal taxes were going to have to be enacted to pay for our stimulus package to help everyone out for these two months that we shut everything down. And um, on a state level, state level, you know, the states are always, almost all every state was in debt to begin with. And they shut everything down. It makes it that much worse. So imagine, you're going to have to pay more in federal taxes. You're going to have to pay more in state taxes just to cover what's happening now. And to think that Trump is stupid enough to not understand that what's happening now is not going to be something we're going to have to pay for later is ridiculous. The guy is supposed to be smart. He's a president, so either he knew what was going to happen and allowed it, or else he's really that stupid. There is no saying now, that Trump is fighting against this at this point. You can think that he is, in, but I, I, I genuinely, seriously doubt it. You're being he's you're being naive he's an actor to the truth. On TV that they you're being naive to the truth. You're what you're doing right now. What you're doing right now is doing the same talking points that the media on both sides does. You well, look, you are look, propagating look the, the propaganda. We're going to have to pay for this, Dan. Okay, and then how come everybody – I never thought I'd do this one, but people said the same thing about Obama, and everybody knows that presidents for the last – God only knows how long. Are they really in power? Are they really in power? Do they really – what would have happened if he would have vetoed no, the your head. Bill? And what would have exactly? And that's us. when I never said he could. What I do say is, at least he's putting out truth. At least he's calling out the things that he could be called out. And if more people would pull their head out of their ass, whether you love the man or hate the man, and stop buying into the redundant and rhetorical bullshit, and actually wake up to what to you, maybe we get Trump somewhere. Still the idea but, that we still need to be vaccinated. Trump didn't say one word about vaccines the last two days. The CDC is trying to rush a new vaccination. Yeah. Do you think Donald Trump is a fan of vaccines? If you do, then I ask you to politely do your research on Barron. Okay. People who know the truth, what are they up against? And I'm not, and I am not one to give Obama a pass, but I'm not going to be a hypocrite either. Okay. com. One day ago, the Trump administration is pushing our agencies to speed up vaccine development. The Trump administration is pushing it, of course. Right? Who That's Fauci and Burke. It's the CDC. Uh, unless Trump doesn't control his own administration. The executive isn't the final power over the whole. You know that, and it's, it's almost idiotic to say. 
I mean, I, I guess it's great to do this, but uh, I mean, it, it's hard to ignore it. You have a figurehead. Listen, for, you can call out shit. You, can... you have a person who claims they're op- opposing everything while doing nothing to oppose, actually oppose it, other than saying, "Oh, we shouldn't do this." This is when and what would be the outcome? About what's going on? Because if if we and I agree I'm with you, you're gonna fight with me about this, Dan. But uh, I'm not because oh, I see I through this, it. But nothing's gonna happen. Nothing's gonna change about what's happening. I mean, I mean, if Trump really cared, he would be on on news, everything, saying, "Hey, ignore all this crap." But he's not. He's being he's trying to be diplomatic. He's trying to like basically spoon feed you. What they're trying to push without without even trying to you know without making it obvious. I don't know how else to say this. If the guy actually really opposed what, what's going on, he'd be the first one to say, "Hey, you know what? All this crap about vaccines are bullshit. All this stuff about staying at home, bullshit. We, we're you, you should you should go out. You should not close businesses." But he's it's still there. We, we could have said the same thing about an Obama. We could have said the same thing about a Clinton, about Obama. Obama. What Trump. could have? It doesn't it's matter. You are Obama doing the media's bidding right now. You are doing the media's bidding right now. You are saying the exact same things that a CNN anchor would say right now, and it's a one-side narrative. You were spot on before well, when you I said. I think Obama would say the same exact thing that Trump is saying. Let me make this clear. Obama would do the same, have done? the same exact response that Trump would have. Nobody had the level of resistance that Trump has had to endure, ever. They ever. would both go along with the same narrative, which is what happened. So to say that I love as I always I say, with the Obama administration is bullshit. As I always say, and you were right to a point before, when you said that there needs to be a new paradigm. There needs to be a break from both parties. If there needs don't to be people being more responsible for their own information. You can't trust Trump. You can't trust the Democrats. You can't trust the mainstream Republicans. You can't trust the MSN. But in my opinion, I'll they're all working you, together. And that's very your opinion. Reasons, but they are. And I will say this, that I will trust that man with my life over anybody else right now that could be in power. Because too many people... I want too to many of these entities. That's good. That's great. As far as I'm concerned, we have a shield, and it's a very small shield, and it's up to the people that come after to actually take advantage of what's been put out there and actually stand up against the entire power structure. And until that happens, I, I agree until with that, that's Dan. really I, mean, I have no, I have actually zero opposition to what you just said there. But uh, I, I think they are putting a little bit too much faith in one person, and I kind of want to make my opposition there be clear. And well, again, that's I fine. I'm adversarial, I, but uh, it's what I do. No, you could be adversarial all day. When you, when you, as I would want you to do for me, when you start saying things that I could hear Don Lemon say, I'm going to push back on that, and as I would want you to say to me. That's the point. I get what you're saying, and it's fine. I don't care. I'm just saying, when we're going one-sided, we're wrong on both sides. We, yeah, if we're going to play in the middle and call it out, then we have to be different. And we have to offer. It, we could sit here and point fingers all day. And the end of the day, 
the ones that have controlled everything have always gotten a free pass because of exactly what just happened with us and what happens every single day. In chaos and division, there is control, and it gives a pass to the ones that truly run everything. And the well, more that we pull away, is what is what happens. And, uh, and the more we pull away from that, the better off we'll be because the blinders will be off. That's what we need to get to. That's, I think we all need to have more faith in ourselves. Like, like we've always said, mm-hmm. most people believe this whole thing is just uh, overblown hype. We don't. We all believe that the disease exists. We believe it exists at the level where it's being reported. No, no one has seen this. Um, quick side note: um, a lot of the field hospitals have been set up have been closed because they haven't had the uh, the COVID cases that they feared they were going to happen. I don't know if anyone's yep. seen this article, but it's out there. And uh, the, the truth really is out there. This whole thing was a big, overblown waste of time. I mean, I'm sorry, but, you know, they say that this thing isn't like the flu, but it's very much like the flu. I think it's very widespread, but it's not nearly as fatal as being reported. And uh, the, the, the end result of all of this is to basically bankrupt our country. And as you said before, having people go at each other's throats because they can't afford to for their basic needs, it, it, it could result in a very scary situation if people don't start thinking about what's going on. I look at it like this at the moment. What comes next will be the tell-all the tell of everything. Oh, absolutely. It, yes. And that's, that's where true patriotism can be defined and break away from the herd because this is our last best chance to break our dependency upon our slave masters. So if that comes from this, I will be very, very happy. Otherwise we're going to sit here five years from now talking about continued quarantines and talking about the reduction of population, talking about this, talking about that. And it's going to be a continued death spiral. So I hope what's to come next is as big as it should be, and deservedly so. I don't want to do this, but I have to. I got back magically at 8.34 p.m. an email from Mandolin from Blog Talk Radio. Hello there. Thank you for reaching out. Can you please share with us if the content is being recorded or if no audio is going through your line? Which broadcast did this happen on? We look forward into investigating this further for you. Best, Mandolin. Well, Mandolin from Blog Talk Radio, you are not going to like the response I'm going to give you. And I, too, look forward to to your investigation into you censoring us and screwing us over and trying to make us look like assholes and frying our wine and playing the dictator-style level bullshit games that played on us. So I, too, look forward to this investigation, Mandolin from Blog Talk Radio. Well, they're of course they're investigating themselves and find they did nothing wrong. Of course, <laughs> that's what that sound like <laughs> when the government investigates the government. You know, magically, we, we yeah. did nothing wrong. You're the wrong. <laughs> well, we gotta trust it though. An inspector general said so. <laughs> I, oh my the god! That nothing has gone like, like no, nothing has gone this catastrophically wrong in years, but. Definitely yeah. it happens now, but it has to be your fault. Of course. The rage is still very real. And I'm, I swear I'm, to God, if I'm we didn't I'm still ha- upset about that, too. I mean, it's 
and again, for, for people listening at home, me and Dan are on, on the same page 98, 99% of the time. We'll have our disagreements, mm-hmm. but that's why I voice them out there because I want to put them out there so he's aware of them and he can counterpoint and vice versa. Yep. I mean, that, that's, that, that's the nature of our friendship. We, we're strong enough people to realize that, hey, we don't have to agree all the time, and when we do, put it, put it, tell us, you know. If we don't know there's a problem, we can't address it. We can't uh, let you know how we think, and that, that's what we do between each other. But apparently that makes us their enemy number one. I know. I mean. I, I'm sure I, I've actually had messages saying that, guys, it doesn't seem like you like, like Dan. I'm like, I love you, man. <laughs> I mean, I, of but, course. The fucking love is real, dude. You know that. Where does that tell the people? I do. I respect you. I mean, we've disagreed many times. You've come around to my yep. way of thinking. I've come around to your, thing, your way of thinking at some points, too. So, uh, yep. you know. It's mutual, dude. You know that. It, it, yeah, well, I just wanted the people listening at home to to not realize to realize that uh, this is this is how people progress. I mean, you know, you're not always going to agree. You're going to disagree. You're sometimes going to butt heads. But you know what? At the end of the day, you're still friends. And you can still talk about it and not and, be committing a thought crime when you do it. Well, a long a point because I know you're going to have to wrap this up. Is the same thing you can say for your fellow citizens. You might disagree with your fellow citizens. But for the most part, they care about you just as much as you care about them. Don't think that your people are enemies. I mean, you're all working towards the same goal. You're in the same nation. You're working together to make a better future for yourselves. You are not the enemy of each other. So please stop thinking that you need to hate someone else just for their viewpoints. You know what I mean? I mean, and when you do, that's what I, I they want you. Use the words I mean, but. Uh, People need to stop oh. thinking that they're 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 enemies against each other, and uh, we're all working together towards the same goal. It might not always work that way, but unless you have rational discourse and occasional disagreements, you're never going to get there. So please voice your opinion. That's right. That's all you can do because, as the audio says, and as we've said, and as I continue to say. Your voice is not only your first weapon, it's your last weapon against true tyranny because too many that's, people that's are true. too and, invested. Uh, if, if I might actually put in a cheap plug, for those who want to listen to dissenting opinions, please visit www.theuncensoredtruth.net, which is my website, <laughs> which I have not put it filled out. It's all one word, theuncensoredtruth.net. Thank you. <laughs> Good for you. You got that plug in. I'm proud of you. I had to you do know, it. Yeah, that's all right. You know, we were going really good for the first hour and a half, and magically, right at the midpoint is when they fucked us. Isn't well, that's that amazing? What that happens? Yeah, yeah, that's that's incredible. With that, Mike, thank you to all the callers and all the co-hosts. Thank you for putting thank up with guys. it. To all the all the people listening, thank you for putting up with it. And I assure you, this we will be back next week. And you can follow us on Voice of People USA Radio fan page on Facebook, on Twitter, VOP USA Radio. Listen to us on Spotify. Listen to us on iTunes, on Google Podcasts, wherever podcasts are found, and our YouTube channel until they pull that down, at Voice of the People USA Radio. This is Dan Sriglio for Mike Jacobson, for Melanie, for Lisa, for Dave, for Herbie, for everybody else that called in. God bless you all. God bless this country. 
and God bless freedom of speech because it still matters to some of us. Take care, Earl. We'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us. Check out our website, VOPUSARadio.com. Like our fan page, Voice of the People USA Radio on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at VOPUSA Radio. Find us on Spotify, Anchor, Apple iTunes, Podbean, Google, Breaker, iHeartRadio, our YouTube channel, and everywhere else you find podcasts. Please follow us and subscribe to stay up to date on all of our upcoming episodes, podcasts, and specials. Until next time, always remember, your voice is your first line of defense against tyranny. This is still recording right now. Did you know that? Did you know that? Still recording. You get a whole hour after you go live that you could record and it'll play on the on demand. So I'm going to take advantage of this. I'm going to take advantage of this for the moment and say that blog talk radio, if you really truly think, if you really truly think that you will silence what we're doing and what our agenda is here. I assure you, I assure you, I promise you, I vow to you that we will find a way to stream. We will find a way to air. We will find a way to go live and we will find a way to be heard. Come hell or high water. Believe that. Expect us to always Speak out. And if it means leaving this format, that's exactly what we'll do. But we will be heard. I promise you that. Take care, everybody. This has been Dan. Doing a couple extra minutes of talking for the on-demand listeners. God bless.